You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. I think you guys will really like that book. Makes a hell of a stocking stuffer. And if you uh, love this show and you want to support this show in 2024 and beyond, the best way to do that is to go to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And uh, that's where you can go to make your, uh, I guess, your voice heard in support of the show. Uh, as you guys know, we, this is not a requirement certainly to watch the show, but it's something we appreciate. It keeps the lights on, keeps the show growing and having fun and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, fun stuff. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Another great way to listen to the show is by downloading it for free uh, in podcast format. All podcast formats are available at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. And uh, that's all done courtesy of magical producer Trevor, who does an incredible job making sure we have that podcast out on time every single day. I really appreciate him. And uh, I know all of you uh, appreciate it as well. And it's amazing to see the growth on the podcast. Certainly, if you're watching over there, if you could rate it, you know, I don't know if it's five stars or what, uh, or if you can categorize it as one of your favorite podcasts. It makes a big difference on the algorithms and certainly helps us get the show into more ears so uh bit.ly forward slash dilly show all right good morning happy tuesday happy tuesday december the 5th 2023 hope you guys are doing well got some good stuff to talk about today gonna be fun we're gonna have a fun discussion we're gonna talk a little bit of uh, obviously politics we'll talk some business some culture maybe even a little self-help self-development we'll discuss it very appreciative of my friends over at beard vet kenny Beard, uh, beard threads, rather different entity altogether. Phenomenal job doing, uh, doing customer service on the fulfillment. As many of you know, and I want, I want to acknowledge it because it's not a big deal. But look, we have these giant runs of, uh, of orders that come in, and occasionally there are mistakes. The one thing I want you guys all to understand is that they're going to happen. But Beard Threads, Kenny Beard Vet, is handling each and every one of them. So everybody who's either emailed myself or Randy. You're either missing a product, you got something you didn't order, or something going on. Uh, as long as you reach out, Kenny will take care of you guys. He does a phenomenal job on customer service. Uh, he moves very quickly. So if you've sent an email, uh, honestly, just be on the lookout for either a phone call or an email back very quickly, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. No big deal. It happens. Shit happens. Uh, you're never going to have, you're not going to have perfection in business, but we can have perfect customer service, and that's after the fact. So... Yeah, he does a hell of a job, but I uh, hope you guys are having a good day. I'm excited. It's a Tuesday. There's lots of weird shit going on. For some fucking reason, somebody told Liz Cheney she could play spoiler against Trump. Um, I don't know what to say about this other than President Trump doesn't share voters with Liz fucking Cheney. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with some of these people. They're weird as hell. And uh, that's one of the stories in the uh, news today is Liz Cheney's like, <laughs> I will disrupt Trump's win. It's like, what? 
The only people that would vote for you, you dumb bitch, are never Trump and Democrats. So, I mean, you can do what you want, you dirty, dirty bitch. Lost by 40 in Wyoming. Literally the worst drubbing of a sitting congressperson in history. No congressman who's an incumbent has ever lost worse than Liz Cheney. That's like a historic failure. You're like a historic loser. You're not even like, oh, uh, close. Ah, you know, it sucked, but you fucking in history, in the pantheon of political fucking losers, in the House of Representatives, there is no one above you. No one has fucking failed to get reelected worse than Liz Cheney. Set a record. Number one, congratulations, biggest fucking loser in history. I, can you imagine how deluded you have to be to be like, I just set a record a year ago for the biggest loss in the history of incumbent politics, and now I'm threatening to run against the most popular Republican president ever because I think I can disrupt him. Like, bro, can we just sort of number? There's no one who's ever failed harder than Liz Cheney in in the fucking uh, realm of reelection. And she's like, I'll disrupt Trump. Right. Okay. Fucking weird, dude. Weird people out here. And then we got a guy. I don't know how old he is anymore because he's had so much Botox on his face. John Kerry, former presidential candidate. Bizarro fucking weird climate czar. Guy who also had a piece of shit kid grifting off of Ukraine uh, energy companies. And now he's like passionately arguing on behalf of, I don't really know what, the weather, rips a massive fart while scorning uh, people who are dumb enough to listen to him. Do you know how uncomfortable it is to have geriatrics who can't control their bowels trying to tell you how to live your life? You couldn't even hold that fart in your ass. You literally, your body is decomposing at such a rate you sat in front of what I will assume was hundreds of people, thousands, maybe even millions more around the world, and couldn't stop yourself from letting a fucking fart go. And you're going to tell us how to live. Can we just all kind of like, just ponder this? Dude's like, and just, I can't. I, it's like my argument back in 2016, Hillary Clinton stopped scaring me once I realized that all it took was four to five steps to defeat her. As soon as I realized the bitch was like looking up at my, like my front door is completely Hillary proof because I have a, I have front porch steps that are steep and they're like four or five steps. So I just would stand on my porch if like Lady Death showed up to try and do me in and I'd just mock her and make fun of her moo-moo and be like, what are you going to do from down there, bitch? And she'd be like, ah, curses, Dilly. As soon as you're old enough to not be able to, you know, navigate stairs or clench your butt cheeks together long enough to get through a speech, I I no longer respect or fear you. Like there's nothing you're ever, no one on planet Earth is ever going to change my mind about this. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a simpleton. But if you can't keep your butt clenched for a fucking six-minute answer, I don't think you're really that formidable anymore. I also probably am not going to respect your opinions on shit. You couldn't even keep your butt together, dude. 
Hillary can't get upstairs. She's like, weather. And I'm like, stairs. And she's like, ah, curses. I lost again. Foiled again by the dillies in their stairs. I just think this is a really reasonable statement. I don't want to be ruled by people who can't not fart during a speech or can't get up some stairs. Simple as that. I'm done with geriatric evil people. I'm done. I'm no longer entertaining them as serious people. They're not serious. They're fucking old. That whole generation of narcissistic cunts that refuse to relinquish control of the land can kiss my ass. And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. I'm going to just talk about that today, okay? I'm going to play the video. You're going to see John Kerry ripping ass on fucking video over and over probably. We memed him. We did it all, okay? So just be prepared. It's not my fault. I didn't make him toot, okay? We just happened to fuck. We, got, we, we don't get to choose the ingredients that go into a show. We just decide how we're going to cook with them, okay? So that's... That's just the way it is. With that being said, let's do some MAGA commerce. <laughs> oh my god, it's the licorice Look, we all know one of the best ways to uh, fill out a stocking is with tasty treats, right? It's just a thing. It's like what you do. You go, tasty treats. Mmm. Let's put some tasty treats in a stocking. And look, there's options. You could go chocolate, but you run a risk. If you hang your stocking above the fireplace properly, like, you know, which is customary. I mean, let's be honest. If you're uh, not hanging your stockings above the fireplace, you're not really following tradition, and Santa's going to skip your fucking house, okay? So assuming you're all good Americans and good Santa Claus lovers, you're hanging your uh, stockings above the fireplace. You know what happens above a fireplace? Heat. Because you're running that bitch to keep your family warm because nobody wants to die from hypothermia. So it's Christmas Eve. Oh my God, everyone's gonna be so excited in the morning. And instead of buying some licorice guy, which is hearty and non-melty, you decide to load up those stockings with chocolate bullshits. And guess what? Next morning, children's so excited, they run to the fireplace, they open their stockings, and what do they got? A giant chocolatey melty mess. Christmas ruined. You fucking ruined Christmas because you decided to load up the wrong candy in the stocking and now everyone's crying. Oh my God. And they can't recover. They can't. And you can't fix it because then they'll know there's no, you know what? I can't. I don't even want to say it. But they'll know that the thing, that the thing is not real. And then bam, now you got a whole different set of problems. Fucking seven years from now, cocaine addictions, all kinds of problems. They're having premarital sex and relations. You're going to have to get into therapy because you fucking decided to try and fix the stalking fucking mistake you made. And you did it in front of them. And now they're fucked up. They found out some things they shouldn't have found out at an age that was inappropriate. You're in fucking therapy. All because you wanted to be cheap and didn't want to buy some licorice. All right? Don't fucking do that. All right? You understand me? 
Don't put your kids in therapy at age 22 and fucking strung out on opioids because you decided you didn't want to buy some licorice and you just decided you want to buy chocolate instead. It's a bad idea. Anyway, they have red licorice, they have chocolate licorice, blue raspberry licorice, black licorice, green apple licorice, and grape licorice right now available. And I just think you guys would really, oh, and cinnamon. And I just think you'd make a really great stocking stuffer, okay? That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to scare anybody or intimidate you into purchasing from our sponsors or making a different choice in life. I'm just saying maybe licorice is a better option, okay? Licorishguy.com, <laughs> promo code Dilly15 for 15% off, and you get a discount. Promo code Dilly15 for 15% off. There you go. So, licorishguy.com. See, that's, it's called truth and marketing. It's truth and marketing. What? That was how, like, CNN would sell you candy. That was like... That was like the mainstream media approach to candy. Deadly candy tonight at 11. What could happen to you if you vote Trump? It's the same methodology. I'm like, what would happen if you chose licorice over chocolate? Let me tell you, if you go chocolate, here's what'll happen. People appreciate honesty. Yeah, aren't you? You're welcome. I know. You almost destroyed Christmas being a smartass. Yeah, we just solved the problem ahead of time. Yeah, isn't that good? Yeah, I helped you. I just helped you so much right now. <laughs> I thought it was chocolate. And then the chocolate melted. And when I reached in, it was like, don't worry, I have more. And I was like, how do you have more? And then she froze. And her eyes locked. And we both knew. And we both knew. <laughs> See? Say you wouldn't have had an answer. You just uh, overreacted and tried to fix a problem that you created. Fucking stupid. Yeah, see? Solved it. Yeah. Telling you, licorice guy is where it's at. Giant licorice sticks. Mmm, so good. Yeah, that's how it happens. Okay. See, it's you take the little moments and you don't think they matter, but those are all that matters to kids. So you're just over here living your life like, um, oh, look at me problem solving. It's like, dude, you just fucking, you're, she's pregnant at like 15 now because what you just did. You, you pregnant at 15, drugs at 16, all kinds of issues. Strung out on the fucking, she's on a pole. She's on a pole now. You did that. She's on a pole fucking, woo, twirling and shit. Where'd it start? Someone decided to try and be cheap. And then try to solve a problem. Oh, well, don't worry. I've got more. I'll go get more out of the garage. Or the garage, depending on where you're from. Nope. Ruined it. Anywho. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you, if you do things differently, there's consequences, okay? If you live your life a certain way, you have better results, right? Yeah. Just saying. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Also, by the way, listen, I want to give everybody a heads up because I don't want to be an asshole. And this is why I don't do customer service. Everybody ready for Dilly? Do you want to hear why I don't do customer service? I can talk to other people and teach them how to do premier customer service. I myself don't have the patience. I'm going to address something I saw in the chat that you're not supposed to do. Here's the thing. When you purchase an article of clothing from the Dilly Show, there is what's called a size chart. And a size chart includes, includes sizes of the garments that you're purchasing. 
So what happens is when you go and you're saying to yourself, small, I don't know, maybe medium, perhaps large, mm, maybe, I don't know, extra large. Here's the thing. You should use the size chart with the fucking inches on it so that you can figure out what fucking size you are. Because what I don't want is a bunch of emails going, I bought a size and it's really big. Like, no shit. So you're saying you're not a 52-inch chest? Jesus Christ. Imagine had you read the size chart before ordering. I'm just saying, because you're going to hit me back and you're going to say something like, Dilly, I want to exchange this. And I'm going to say something like, fuck off. And then you're going to go, you're an asshole. And I'm going to say, I know I'm an asshole, but you shouldn't have emailed me. You should have emailed my wife because she's nice and I'm not. Do you understand? I don't want to be a prick, but you are an adult. Fucking act like it. Like if you order some shit that's way too big for you, this ain't fucking Amazon. And I ain't accepting your shit back. Got it? Now, Kenny might. Kenny might because he likes you people. All right? But I don't fucking do that. Because I read the size chart and I get the right fucking size. Okay? I know you didn't read the size chart. Right. So that's okay. You were like, I decided I'm going to wing it and gamble. And now I gambled wrong. So fix it for me, daddy. And the answer is no. Give it away. You just got someone a new Christmas gift. Like, I don't tell you. <laughs> Everyone's so pissed at me about this. And I'm like, I don't tell you. There's a fucking size chart. Yeah, and I'm telling you, you can't read? She's in my chat like I can't read. I know, I'm sorry. I know, I have to always teach people how to be adults around here. This reminds me of the HOA conversation. Did you know my HOA wouldn't accept my fucking dually on cinder blocks for two plus years? And I'm like, no shit, what did he do? They tried to take my house. Oh shit, your HOA is so evil. Did you read the bylaws before you bought? What do you mean, a, what there's a bylaw? like fuck dude adults being adults and then having other adults be like hey you're an adult and they're like stop it you're a dick right yeah i was wearing your shirt i fell down on the mud and it stayed it. can i have a new one no probably not yeah look let's just all right let's spin it in another way let's do it in the ultra manipulative way it'll be funny so let's say you ordered the wrong size and you can't do anything with it. What do I do with this now? You can though, because that could be a sign, a sign that you should give it to somebody else and order another one. See, it's, you never know. Why else would you make such a fucking elementary mistake? Huh? You made an elementary mistake. How do you do that? You can't re return it. Oh my God. You could fucking go try and make some friends and give away a fucking $60 hoodie and then order yourself another one. <gasps> Fuck. Oh my God. Look at that. See? Problem solved. There you go. Solved it. Were you saying all sales are final? I don't know. Do I, do I have to write it like over and over on the website? <laughs> How is this possible? I know. I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm just fucking with you. We're still not accepting your shit, but I am just fucking with you like... Like all the jokes and stuff are the jokes, but. <laughs> I took it out and I wore it for a day and I had two people say it was too big. Can I return it? No. There you go. See, Phantom is thinking. You give it to a fat person. You could also give it to somebody who needs to lose some pounds. All right, all right, follow me on this. 
So let's say you bought an XL and you're actually a large, right? And then what you could do is you could give it to someone else who you kind of know is a large, but should be a medium, give them the XL and go, here, this doesn't fit me, it might fit you. And then what they'll do is they'll put it on and be like, you thought this would fit me? And you're like, I didn't know. It looked like it was your size, sorry. See that? That's such a like a fucking, that is like ultra subversive fucking like they're just all like somebody thought I was an XL. Look how big this is. And you're like, oh, bae, I was just looking at you and I thought maybe it would fit. I didn't realize you were, oh, my dad, I was trying to be nice. Don't be mad at me. See how that works? Fucking works. They'll be like, they'll be on a treadmill by fucking 4 a.m. the next morning. Like shit. Yeah, that's just very, here girl, this doesn't fit me. Rihanna knows. Here girl, this doesn't fit me. It'll probably fit you though. That's some fucking female shit. And it's funny because women will do that to each other and just destroy someone's week. You know what I'm saying? Like that'll, you know it too. You're like, here, I can't wear any of this anymore because I'm too small. I think it'll fit you though. And some poor bitch is like, thanks. Puts on your giant fucking tent of a fucking hoodie. <laughs> And it's funny because like the chain reaction from human beings, like one cunt females does this to some fucking unsuspecting fat chick. And then what happens is the reaction isn't she goes and drops the weight overnight. What happens is she goes and her and her husband have a massive blowout later on because of some shit he doesn't even know about. And she's just like, you think of fat too? And he's like, what are you talking about? Some unsuspecting Joe Blow comes home greased up, fucking working his ass off, trying to put food on your table. Just has his whole marriage decimated because some passive aggressive cunt didn't want to tell her friend that she's too fat. Yeah, you see how that works? Toxic. That's how we're all connected. I feel like I just kind of explained the interconnectedness of mankind and you didn't even realize it. It's all connected that way. You understand? Some poor husband just fucking, I don't know what just happened. Every husband has had this happen to them, by the way. Some bullshit, some other passive aggressive female did to their wife or girlfriend. And you just fucking walk in the door and you're dealing with all of it. You're like, what What the hell happened? You don't even know what happened. All you know is you were like, you look nice today and you didn't know. You didn't know. Some fucking bitch was like, here's a double XL. Enjoy. And you have no clue. Unsuspecting as shit. Men are all basic as fuck. Just walk in. How are you today, babe? I'm okay, I guess. How was your day? Oh, it's good. Oh, I like your outfit. Looks nice. Really? It's the wrong size. I'm a double XL now. You are? Oh, fuck. Uh, what? Why are you crying? You're such a dick. It just happened. I don't know. So anyway, this was a customer service rant. In case you guys didn't know. Oh, 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 you guys want a story time? Randy, you're a savage. You guys want to know how savage Randy is? You guys want a terrible, terrible Randy savage story? Randy, you're, you're horrible. I actually do remember that. Okay, so Randy had this really, really awful boss way back in the day. And uh, it was when she was still in, in uh, she was, a, you know, property management real estate. She managed this gigantic property. It was like 700 units. And she had this total bitch boss. Randy, are you sure you want me to tell the story? All right, I'll tell the story if you want. So um, in order to mind fuck her boss, because her boss was such a con consistent bitch to her and she knew how vain her boss was, 
Rihanna um, gave her anti-aging firming cream uh, during the Christmas gift exchange in front of everybody. <laughs> right in front of everybody. Here you go, girl. Here you go. And Rihanna at the time was like this fucking, she was still the smoke show that she is, but she was like 28 years old. Right? She was 28 years old, total fucking dime piece. And the woman that she was fucking with was like, I think had just turned 40. And Rihanna was like the gift exchange for corporate. And Rihanna was like, here you go. Anti-aging farming cream for your face. Yeah, she said it's great for fine lines. See, fucking that's some shit. She went home. You have no idea the fight that it probably caused. Just here you go. I thought you'd like it. Yeah, uh, fucking down you go. Down you go. What's wrong with that? Well, doing it in front of the entire company during a gift exchange, you don't see what's wrong with that? That'd be like me giving out fucking lipo coupons. I'm like, here, Bernice, it's $35 off. You can deal with the arms now, right? <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> that's the best way, by the way. You ever want to fuck with a chick? Wait for her to reach for something and then do one of these under her arm because it won't be a tricep that jiggles. This guy, what are you doing here? Huh? What's this? What do we got going here? And then just walk off. Sorry, I'm giving you like a million ways to just fucking break someone's brain. What's this? What do we got going here? And just walk away. You can make that sound too. And just walk away. All right, anyway. Heading out with the boys. Fucking whoop. Gone. She'll be doing dips on your kitchen counter when you come home. Still. <laughs> oh, look. What's this, huh? What are we doing here? What's going on? I'm out of here. See ya. Good luck. All right, that's enough. You know what? This is enough advice. You guys got enough free advice today. From here on out, you're paying. That's all you're getting from me today. That's too much, huh? Yeah, it's, a, it's too much. <laughs> ah, it's just, it's solid advice. Yeah, it's just solid advice. Yeah, it's just fucking. What do you got going here, huh? You can do it to the neck too. You do the gobble gobble sound. That's fun. Gobble 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 gobble. Huh? That's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good troll. Subtle trolling. <laughs> I know. You're welcome. Dilly said. <laughs> you guys ever do that though? You ever look in the mirror? I'm getting used to being 40. It's weird, dude. Because I have to work my ass off just to be average. Used to be like, I'd work my ass off and I'd be like, gah, gah, fucking gah. Like, I was just flexing it up, right? Now I'm 41 and I have to, I have to just constantly, I'm like, okay, how do I make my shit just look normal? It's the weirdest thing I've ever dealt with my whole life. It's a mind fuck. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I have to just try to, I'm like, why are you walking? Why are you wearing a walk? I just need to try and stay the same size I was like three weeks ago. Yeah, you're just fucking working out. Not even, I'm not even fucking, my, my aspirations are so fucking reasonable now. I don't have time to be an Adonis anymore, okay? I just want to be somewhat, I just want to be kind of fuckable for my wife, all right? And look right in my clothing. That's it. I'm not even trying to get jacked. Try being 50, fuck you, I'm on my way. I'm trying to be 41 right now, okay? All I'm saying is I don't know how to handle this mentally because it's weird. It's weird because I, I'm just standing in the mirror. You guys ever stand in the mirror and go like this? What the fuck is that? I got shit. I don't even know. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, 
poking around and shit. Like, where'd that fucking muscle go? Yeah, don't give up. You got to keep going, bro. Don't ever give up. I just keep looking at, at Stallone. You understand? Like, it's just Stallone. I just am thinking, I don't care. Like, I'll just do whatever I got to do. Increase whatever hormones I got to increase to look sexy. And if I have to get a pig heart at 75, I'll do it. You understand? That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like only about aesthetics. I'm just saying I don't want to, I don't want to not be aesthetic. So, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'll just keep grinding. I'm going to keep doing my steps. I'm going to keep lifting weights, doing my push-ups and shit, hardening my body. And if that doesn't work, I'm just going to keep increasing whatever fucking hormones I can get from my doc until I need a pig heart. And then that's it, right? Like, that's what you do. You just, you just keep going until you need that pig heart. And then you're like, whatever, okay, fine. And then at that point, you're like, you're, you're rolling the dice with house money anyway at that point. You know what I mean? Like, you get hella old and you're just like, yeah, I'm like, my heart's stopping, but like, I look really good. You know what I mean? And then you just, and then you just kind of swap it out. And you don't even have to get like a person. You can just get a, a pig heart. It's fine. Yeah, they do them all the time now. It's like a thing. I've learned that like life is better when you look good and you have some bread. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you should aspire to. I know it's crazy because you'll get a lot of different advice in life about like what your goals should be. But your goal should always be to look as good as you can, can whatever, whoever you are, and then have as much money as you can uh, uh, fucking make. Like that, those both are really, it makes a big difference. Like if you can be and look the best you can look and then also maximize your earning, your life is like way better. Cause I tried being, I was sexy and poor and it still really sucked. Like, like it didn't really hinder my game cause I was sexy, but like you find yourself going out a lot rather than having people to your place. You know what I'm saying? So like, but, but being sexy and poor sucked i can't imagine being ugly and poor okay or or like you know whatever so leah just said she i'm making bread right now is that a euphemism or is that literal are we still talking about money leah you hit me kind of sideways with that one that felt brandy-ish you know what i'm saying i'm making bread right now like, Randy could make some shit like that, say some shit like that, and have it mean something else. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Are you literally making bread like sourdough or something? <laughs> what are we talking about? I need clarifications. Because Brandy and Rihanna would mean that in a totally different way. Like, they would say that and it would not mean actual bread. Look at Devil Dog. What a what a prick. He's pretending he's going to be a rich, ugly fucker. I have a picture of you, you sexy fucking pterodactyl beast. How dare you? She said both. Oh. Oh. Look at look at Leah. I didn't know she had it in her. She says it could be both. And then she admitted it was literal. She's just making bread, you guys. Relax. Relax. She's she's a sweet innocent angel. She's making actual bread, everybody. Calm down. It's wheat. Is it wheat bread? Leah memes, are you making wheat bread? I like a good wheat bread. I only like homemade wheat bread though. Cause store-bought wheat bread is terrible. What are you what kind of bread are you making? Is it wheat? Is it wheat bread? What are you making? <laughs> wheat 
wheat bread. It's honey wheat bread. Mmm. It's a good bread. Wheat bread. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> you know what's sad? I don't know if this is going to translate to the podcast very well. I don't know if the podcast listeners enjoy this as much as I, you know, if you, if you watch it, you know? When, whenever Randy makes bread, and I love my wife, but the one thing I will say about her bread, if she makes bread, it's always 13 and a half pounds. Like, you better cut off, like, slivers like this because you're going to eat it, and it's just going to be like, boom. Like, it actually sounds like an anvil when it gets through your intestines. And I don't know why that is. She's like, is it dense? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just put on 12 and a half, 13 pounds when I ate your... I just put butter on a slice of bread and then boom 13 pounds is it tense it tastes it feels like it's dense <laughs> she's gonna get mad now i'm trolling her you know what i'm trying to do look this is how i'm fucking maniacal i'm trying to troll her a little bit because what she'll do because my wife is ultra competitive she'll run out and get the ingredients to make bread just to fucking be like i own you and she'll make the bread. Like, she'll run out and make bread to prove that I'm wrong about how dense her bread is. And then I'll be like, oh, like, wow, yeah, man, I was so wrong about that. Just fucking, nah, nah, nah. see, I told you, now I'm making bread today. Fucking checkmate, bitch. Checkmate. Randy doesn't understand the level of fucking, yeah, you don't, yeah, she says, oh, my God, you called it. I know, I told you. I'm just like, dee, 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 dee. Like, I want bread. How do you get bread? Ask for bread? No. She'll say no. She'll go, no, I'm busy. I'm too fucking busy. You think I have time to make bread today? I'm going on a trip this weekend. There'll be like 50 fucking reasons why she can't make bread. So, I want bread. Randy makes great bread. Tell Randy she makes bread that fucking is like eating an anvil. Done. Boom. Fucking competitiveness shit kicks in. And she's just like, no, I'll show you. Fucking make your bread. And it's like, oh my God, I was so wrong. Nom, 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 nom. You're making regular and cinnamon loaf. Mmm, cinnamon loaf. That's cool. Anyway, all right, let's get the show started. You guys are fucking, you're really delaying things right now. I gave a bunch of free advice that no one's going to pay for, and I handled customer service with shirts because people don't like getting things that are the wrong size even though they can't read the size chart. Anyways... Gilly in the wild, Gilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Gilly in the wild, Gilly in the wild, motherfucking now. Gilly in the wild, Gilly in the wild, motherfucking now. People put stickers on their cars. Relax your rain, it's up my dick and lick my ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself. Floridians of uh, Miami area and probably Orlando as well. Prepare yourself. The pterodactyl's coming to town. That's the MAGA devil dog. Oh my God, look. And he, he likes his hoodie. It's a little bit baggy, just the way he likes it. Room to do activities. And so he doesn't tear it. Smart. Smart. You love to see it. You love to see it. There you go. He's uh, heading out there to Florida. Yep. Ladies, by the way, he is happily married. So just everybody know, stop it. 
Stop it. Okay? Knock it off. He's a professional. He does memes. He's trying to save America. And he's a Marine. Okay? Respect the sanctity of his marriage. All right? There you go. There you go. I, I'm glad to help you out there, Devil Dog. You're welcome. Not going to charge you for that one either. Oh, this was pretty cool, you guys. Uh, this actually warmed my cockles. Somebody uh, sent this to me, and they said, dude, I'm so impressed. Even your former sponsors still honor promo codes from the show. So these are a bunch of former sponsors for one reason or another. Chose not to renew, and we still love them. All of these are actually great brands, and I'm essentially giving them free ad spots right now. Uh, but I don't care. I love them. They're great people. They make great products. Uh, it's a shame they don't advertise on the show anymore. But I appreciate that they're taking care of our Dilly 300 members by honoring the uh, discount code. So that's really cool. Class acts all the way around. All the way around. This next one is a great uh, pick. Even if the lighting does suck, which she apologized for. So it's distorted the colors a bit. But it doesn't matter. It still looks good. It still looks good. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's a good fit. See, I bet he looked at the size chart, by the way. I'm willing to bet these next two happy people looked at the size chart before hitting order. You know what I'm saying? So they were confident when it arrived, they'd know it would fit them. See, she's she is doing a phenomenal job of making sure her entire family is equipped with their dilly gear for 2024. And so she went on a absolute shopping spree. And we appreciate it. Thank you, Kelly. Love you. Behave yourself, woman. And tell these motherfuckers to read the size chart. Stop blaming Dilly, all right? Not cool. Dewey, can you fix this, Dewey? All right, we need to have a serious discussion. Hogman wants news. And I understand it, because that's what he's used to. He's used to tuning in to regular news and having them pre-digest shitty topics so that he may understand them. But on this show, we make him wait until I regurgitate the news in, in my, uh, you know, put it through the old dilly filter. It's like feeding a baby bird. That's how Hogman takes his nudes. It's like feeding, I have to swallow down the news that I read that day and then, and then fucking bleh, right back into his little, and then he, he eats the news that I have already digested so that he may swallow it better. So, I want to make sure we take care of Hog early on in this. Uh, yeah, this is how we take care of Hog for the news. Because he's got it. He's like, stop me. What? Just tell my... I know what, how it goes. He's like... Because he's... Look, he, he's a, a man's man. But he's also considered the foremost expert on news at his job. And he can't give them opinions on the news until I give them to him. Until I fucking... You know what I'm saying? So... With that being said, Hogman, pay attention. This is a very important news story that your friends at the shop need to know about. Because if they don't, it could mean fucking certain death. You understand me? So I'm going to give you what you want. We're going to play a little clip uh, of a very reasonable man asking very reasonable questions. And 
Go. This is probably gonna come off pretty political, but I promise you it's just me being anti-bear. So when I wake up one day and this is in the headlines, obviously I'm gonna get a little bit upset, okay? It reads like I'm living in the Hunger Games. Basically, the capital is gonna start systematically releasing grizzly bears near rural communities. I'm not about it. But like an adult, I realize that news headlines are pretty misleading, so I read the entire article and it's... No, it's, it's pretty accurate. Basically, the federal government wants to release seven grizzly bears every year for the next who knows how long into this area in Washington state, and they want to get that number up to 200 grizzly bears. Which brings us to the obvious question, why? Why, why the fuck would you do that? And I have looked and looked for an answer to this, and as far as I can tell, the only reason they want to start reintroducing bears into this part of the country is because, fuck it, bears used to live there, and bears are cool, I guess, is what their strategy is. Which, first of all, no! no no, they're not cool, okay? This isn't a fucking Disney movie. That's not Baloo talking about the bare necessities in the forest. That's a 700-pound meat missile covered in fur that can run 35 miles an hour that eats its prey ass first, okay? There's if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lay down. If it's a black or is it brown? I mean, it looks We're brown to me. Late show. It's black. We had to fight it. Nothing cute about that. Do you understand the gravity of what I've just explained to you? Brock Lesnar weighed 265 pounds and was a world heavyweight champion. This bear is equivalent to Brock Lesnar's running at you at 35 miles an hour. And to put that into perspective, Usain Bolt tops out at 27 and a half miles an hour. Okay, the average American can't outrun heart disease. We're definitely not going to be outrunning fucking grizzly bears if it comes to that. And I can hear the comment section already. You know, actually, bears are more scared of you than you are of them. No, that's not true. That's some shit your dad told you when you were seven years old on your first camping trip so that you would shut the fuck up and go to sleep so we could bang your mom in a tent, okay? That's not reality. And then you get all the environmentalist people, but, you know, the ones that live way far away from this area because environmentalists never advocate for shit when it's actually in their own backyard and it affects them. But they're going to say some shit like, oh, you know, the... Humans eradicated those kind, gentle creatures, and they used to live in that area, so we should really bring them back. No, okay, we used to have dinosaurs too, and there's an entire movie series about why bringing those back is a terrible idea, okay? I don't know who this gentleman is, but he and I agree on this point. Reintroducing grizzly bears, specifically grizzly bears, to densely populated human areas is fucking stupid. This is a completely reasonable point. Humans live there. We shouldn't let grizzly bears into the neighborhood with humans. They did it with wolves. How did that work out too, by the way, devil dog? Fuck, right? It's just, it's all it is is a bunch of dickhead old people playing God. That's all your government is. Can we just cut the shit? It's dickhead old people playing God because they don't fucking actually have any self-worth. So they're like, oh, I decide who wins. Meh, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck the government. Fuck all these old people. Honestly, fuck them, dude. Even old people are looking at old people going, don't fuck it. I'm not expecting you to solve this. We need somebody in that sweet spot range of fucking 40 to 60 that's still like on the ball and willing to do some dirty work. Kidding me? Even old people know that. They're not looking across the fucking way over at the senior citizen's fucking home or the mobile home park going, that guy's going to solve fucking weather.
That's amazing. Fucking grizzly bears in the neighborhood. Yeah, you're not doing it. Now there's no benefits, Hogman. You be quiet. Drink your fucking chicken soup and feel better, fag. I don't want to hear it. Stop. You're, you're going to exert too much energy on your fucking chat. And you're just going to get more sick. Will you just stop it? God. Guy doesn't know when to say when. <laughs> Looking out for your health. All right, let's get the actual news. So here's some news. Team DeSantis still is terrible. They're doing really bad and everyone's making fun of them because they're running out of money, they're firing people, and they're down like 50 points in the polls. Things are so bad for DeSantis that his top propaganda blog is shutting down. The Florida Standard, a right-wing rag running almost exclusively off its cozy relationship with the DeSantis camp, has gone belly up. That's right. Will Whit has gone out of business. I know it's shocking to you to hear that a man like Will Whit has gone out of business, but it turns out building a propaganda shit website that is not organic and not funded by actual readership or funded by actual businesses, but instead funded by a fucking uh, campaign grift, uh, apparently it never actually pays, and there is no real fun, like investment there. It's just throwing money into a pit. Right? And that's basically what the entire DeSantis campaign has become. It's just taking really good money and then throwing it into a pit of fucking nothingness. Kind of like Chris Nelson's asshole. And uh, this guy decided to crawl out of uh, Bill Mitchell's asshole yesterday long enough to tell me Trump's campaign is so pathetic. He has to rely on you idiots to add in fake cheering when he goes somewhere to make it sound like people still like him. This is sad. Uh, let me tell you something. It, it's not bad enough that this dude swallows massive, massive amounts of jizz. Uh, but the fact that this fucking retard accidentally just acknowledged that the crowd was going absolutely berserk for Trump while unknowingly realizing or knowing that I don't know how to add crowd noise to a video that I took. That's tough. That's tough, people. That is really tough because the truth is I have no fucking clue how to add crowd noise, nor would I give a shit enough to do it. Uh, all I did was film a video and upload it to the interwebs and 20 million views later, everybody on the internet knew that Donald Trump was still a fucking rock star. And then along comes this fucking cum guzzler and uh, he's crying about it. First, they said that people were booing. Then they said no one actually cheered for him. Then they said you added in cheering and it's obvious it's super loud and everyone loves him. What a dumbass. God, dude, here's some pro advice, bro. Stop assaulting your wife, admit you're a fucking homo, and come out of the closet and just live your life and be happy. It's the road back to saint sanity, okay? There's no other way to get sane fucking, uh, you know, allegedly assaulting your wife. I don't know. I just read the police report. I don't know what actually happened. I wasn't there. But there's no actual path to sanity uh, fucking doing it that way and then, you know, sneaking out to truck stops to blow desperate dudes, okay? All right, good talk. Good talk, man. Good talk. You'll get there, Chris. I'm confident. These are the trolls I deal with every day. Hey, here's a reality check. After being paid by foreign companies, Hunter's Law Firm gave Joe Biden monthly fees. Oops. 
can we just kind of simmer and marinate this for a moment? They have irrefutable proof. Canceled checks, the whole nine, showing Hunter Biden paying Joe every single month. Not in 2012, not in 2013, 2018. Up until he declared. Can we just kind of like, let's let this just simmer for a moment. First it was, Joe had nothing to do with Hunter. And I have no idea about his business dealings. Then it was, I know about his business dealings, but I've never taken any money. Then it was, okay, there was some money, but it was when I wasn't the president. Then it was, okay, it was I took money and I was the vice president, but it was like I wasn't running for president. Then it was, all right, I was running for president and I took money from my son through Ukraine and China. Fuck off. It, the entire thing is a giant fucking pay-for-play corruption. This is quite literally the definition of bribing a fucking political leader. Like, there's not even another really creative way for me to say it. China and Ukraine bribed Joe Biden before he became president, and then they worked to help him get elected so that he could follow through on the bribes. Can we just fucking just take it? This is treason. It's not metaphorical treason. It's not right-wing conspiracy treason. It's just actual fucking you should have to deal with capital punishment treason. It's like the most treasonous treason that you could imagine. I mean, this is one step short of handing over the nuclear codes. It's There's not even a better example of treason then I took money from, from America's mortal enemy, China, to enact a Chinese first policy and hurt America. That's, I don't know how you could get more treasonous. This is like the most juicy, real treason you're ever going to see. Speaking of treason, good old Bob Menendez, one of the most corrupt cunts that ever did, uh, work in uh, politics. Well, he got caught being a crook before and they let him stay in the Senate. And then he got caught again and they, and you know what they did to deal with Bob Menendez and his crimes of accepting giant gold bars that are now linked to a 2013 robbery? Let me tell you what they did to deal with Bob Menendez. Well, this is what House Republicans and Republicans in the Senate did to deal with Bob Menendez. They removed a Republican congressman uh, for an OnlyFans account. That's right. The best way to deal with Bob Menendez for his crimes against the, the American people and for accepting bribes from stolen fucking gold bars in a robbery is to remove George Santos. That's how they dealt with it. And this is why Congressman, uh, Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is a cunt. And just so we're all clear, I don't want to get, I, I don't want to misspeak here, but Speaker of the House Johnson is a cunt, and the way they dealt with high-level treason was to remove a congressman for an OnlyFans account without a trial. George Santos was removed without a trial. No matter how you feel about George Santos, 
he was convicted and removed from his job without due process. Can we all just kind of simmer on that? You guys wonder why I hate Congress with every fiber of my being? George Santos, who was put there legally by his constituents in New York, was removed from his job without a trial, without due process, by his own, his own peers, not his constituents. His own Republican peers voted him out, even though a year ago he was voted in by voters. That's how Republicans operate. Meanwhile, Bob Menendez is now on his second and or third round of getting caught doing illegal shit, the highest level of fucking gangster corruption you could ever imagine, and Republicans haven't done shit. You should hate them all, by the way. Yeah, maybe that's where the federal government should release the grizzly bears. Maybe they should release the grizzly bears on the fucking house floor. That'd solve a lot of America's problems. Can we just simmer on this? George Santos misallocated funds to jerk off to fucking OnlyFans, allegedly. Not even proven, just allegedly. You don't even have to like George Santos to know what they did and how they handled that was completely anti-American. I would have been totally fine if they actually said, okay, we're gonna hold a, uh, we're gonna remove you if you're found convicted, if you're guilty. And they could have had a trial. They could have done it the right way. I wouldn't have said one fucking thing. I'd have been like, well, better luck next time, George. Instead, they were like, no trial, no evidence. All we're going to use is essentially an argument. We're going to throw allegations at you, remove you, and hope that New York doesn't put you back in, in office, which they probably will. It doesn't matter that he lied. You guys are missing the fucking point. You don't know shit. All you know is what you read in the tabloids. You don't actually know George Santos. You don't know the story. And even if you did, even if you did, the most un-American thing you can do is convict somebody without a trial. Period. Period. If you want me to, I'm going to start dunking on you guys if you start fucking pushing back on that point. You're missing the bigger point. I don't want to start naming names, but I'm going to dunk on, I'm going to go free throw on all you motherfuckers that are fucking defending their shit. I don't give a fuck if George Santos lied to the American public and told them that George Washington was his great, 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 great granddaddy. I don't give a fuck. The point was you cannot be removed from your fucking job as a duly elected leader without a proper trial. Any fucking arguments about that, you fucking smart asses? Or do you want to just keep being fucking assholes that want to get your opinion out there? You're focusing on the wrong point. The only thing that mattered is a guy that won a totally legit uh, fucking election a year ago was just removed from his job on allegations with no trial, with no fucking due process. This is how they're going to do all of us if they can. You got to fight back against that at every level. I don't care if it's even a... I'm not calling for Menendez to be removed without a trial. There has to be some form of structured justice and format to our government or you don't have anything. And then it's total collapse. And then you get Warlord Dilly. And I promise I'm way fucking worse than these motherfuckers because I'm not going to give them due process either. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'd rather just ask for forgiveness. Flop, gone, all gone. Where'd they go? What about that nice man I met down there that was a Republican? Oh, he's gone too. You what? They're all gone. 
They're all gone. Hard labor. They're all out doing hard labor now. They've ditched the ties. They instead are now working with rock hammers. It's great. Hmm? Alrighty, we have a lot more show because I've been fucking around. <laughs> but first, let's do some MAGA commerce. All righty then. You know what we got right now? We got a little myamericanamarketplace.com. Let me tell you about myamericanamarketplace.com. This is Trisha, a 26-year naval intelligence officer, a MAGApreneur, the woman who invented all of those amazing decks of cards that are still available on our website. Whether you're getting the uh, the plot to overthrow, the, you know, the, the plot to, to take down the president, the coup against the president cards, whether you're getting the Patriot deck of cards, or maybe you're getting those super scary uh, fucking most dangerous Americans deck of cards. Or perhaps you've stepped your game up all the way to getting yourself the Agenda 47 cards. Whatever it is that you're doing, just remember, it ain't just cards anymore. No, no, no. MyAmericanaMarketplace.com also has tons of amazing American-made uh, house uh, housing items. Right? Different uh, decoratives for your home so that your house will feel and look more patriotic and so you can give the gift of patriotism to your friends and family. So you guys got to check this one out. Uh, it's myamericanamarketplace.com. Promo code Dilly is going to get you 10% off. The cards are still available. They also make incredible stocking stuffers. But while you're there, check out all the other neat things that they've got. The home decor and barn stars and other neat little Items that she's got, uh, I promise, are going to make great gifts this holiday season. MyAmericanaMarketplace.com Oh my God, we also got another sponsor, SeaOfMud.com. I got to tell you guys, I'm impressed. Sea of Mud, you guys, good job. This is what good companies do. It's not about perfection, it's about how we handle adversity. SeaOfMud.com, I got a uh, order from Sea of Mud today. And I'm, I was impressed. I'm going to read it to you. I'm serious. And I got a shirt. I said, oh, I already have this shirt. I wonder why they sent me this shirt again. This is what I said. They sent me a badass shirt that I already own one of, but they sent me a second one. And I went, oh, that's cool. But I didn't know why. Ready? Check out this little letter I got. Let's try this again. This is from Sea of Mud. We want to make sure you love Sea of Mud as much as we do, which is why you've received this shirt. I'm still perplexed at this point, right? I'm like, okay. After becoming aware of an issue with the ink used on your original item, which may cause the design to wash out of the garment easily, we've reprinted to meet our standards and are sending you this replacement at no charge. Just so we're clear, I didn't have to email them. I didn't have to complain. I didn't have to beg for my money or a new shirt. All that happened is they became aware that something happened with one of the designs 
They reprinted it and they resent them out with this nice little card. And I was so impressed. It's one of my favorite Sea of Mud shirts. Now, I must have been lucky because my, my other one didn't wash out. I didn't have an issue. Um, but nonetheless, they sent me a replacement just in case. And that is customer service next level, right? I love this shirt. I love this design. Um, I got fortunate. Maybe I haven't washed mine enough, but this is the new one. And they've got tons of other amazing uh, products at seaofmud.com. You guys are not going to be disappointed. There's all kinds of neat different apparel, slogans, uh, you name it, for men and women. And you can get it all at seaofmud.com. And if you use promo code DILLY, you're going to get 10% off. That's promo code DILLY for 10% off seaofmud.com. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Oh, yeah. The fucking balls on my wife. Oh, my God, Randy. This girl. My wife, she, she if she's nothing other than fucking uh, resilient, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, she is just like, I know about, I'm going to keep going, Brendan. Don't worry. I'm like, what? The wife's killing me today. Fucking Randy, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I just, I, I'm amazed. I'm so impressed sometimes with her willingness to just keep. Randy got overexcited for Christmas, started ordering a ton of shit. Gets out over her skis. I'm like, what happened? All that money I put in that account. We've talked about this on the show. I love my wife. This is one of the things I love about her. I actually respect this. So we have this discussion. We'll call it a discussion this morning. Honey, where did all that money go that I just put in there? Where did all the, I mean, it was, it was a substantial amount of money. Randy, where did all the money go? It looks like pending charge, pending charge. All these charges hit at the same time. That's not the point. The point of the story isn't that Randy loves to spend money on shit, okay? The point is, we just had this very, very spirited conversation this morning. And while we, I'm on this show, after having this spirited discussion where she's like, okay, you're right. We should communicate more. I need to communicate more about how I'm doing this. She still has the balls to hit me up in the middle of the show and go, can you, can you put more money in the account right now? I want to go to the car wash. This is, this is peak Randy. I recognize I've done something and I'm going to atone for it. In the meantime, can I have some more money? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are, I'm, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed by just the fucking, like any man knows you'd give the time. Like you'd be like, men, we know, like I did X, give it at this amount of time before asking for Y. This would be like me getting in some stupid argument where I'm like completely in the wrong. And then I'm like, will you make me a pie? Like, can you imagine? I'm like, can you make me a pie? She's like, you just were acting like an asshole and embarrassed me. And then I'm like, can I have a pie though? I'm hungry. It's incredible. It's actually kind of impressive. 
it's impressive. I'm just like, my wife, if, if Randy was a big, ugly chick, she would probably have starved to death by now. She would already, it'd be done. She wouldn't have a way. She, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. She'd be fucked. She's totally screwed. Fuck. Just the absolute. Uh, and she interrupts me during the show. I'm like doing MAGA commerce, right? I'm like doing my job, trying to take care of other Americans. And she's just like, excuse me, I need some car wash money. It's like, do you right now? That's the fucking emergency. You got to make, I have to know this during the show, during the part that somebody else paid for. I have to, really? Right now. Okay, fuck it. It's all about you, babe. It's all about you. Fuck. Why not just come through the door? Fucking announce to the chat. Hey, everybody. I need some car wash money because I spent all the rest of it uh, on shit that I'm probably going to send back because I just want to try it on. Do all of you women do this to your husbands? Do you guys like to order shit using his money so that you can try shit on? My wife is so fucking averse to going into the public now. She overspends not because she's going to keep any of it. God bless her. She knows she always hits her budget, but in the, it's like this thing. She's like, you told me I could spend 200. I'm like, you spent 600. She goes, yeah, but I'm sending 400 of it back. I'm like, the hell this fucking works. I still have to, the account doesn't work that way. Like someone still has to supplement that. Why you fucking try shit on. It's get, go to the fucking store and try it on. I hate Amazon now. I love Amazon for the service. I hate this. This is happening all over America. Dudes everywhere. I am not the only one. Everybody does this in America. Women across America are doing the mental gymnastic of I'm only spending 200 because I'm going to send back 400 of it. But someone has to spend and supplement the full 600. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's only made possible by successful men. Because if you're a successful man, no fucking woman on her own would do this. No woman would do this. If it was her account solely, she would never behave this way. She does this because it's me. It's just, it's because it's me. If it was her own account, she'd be like, I'm not doing that. That's irresponsible. <laughs> That's what she did. She'd be like, no, I got bills, bitch. I got things to pay. But it's my, it's, she's like, ah, could you just put more in there? More, sir. Can I have some more? And then what's funny, what her, her counter argument, you guys, is why you guys don't, you want to hear the funniest thing? Randy is so deluded about this subject. She tells me, this is her alternative. You could just give me a budget. She has no idea how miserable her life would be with an actual budget. She, she would say, you, if you don't want this to keep happening, give me a budget. And I'd be like, here's your budget. I'm about to W2 Randy, real talk. Bitch is gonna get that fucking, she's gonna have all of her taxes taken out ahead of time and everything. I'm gonna be like, here you go. Here's your fucking money. Good luck, I'll see you in two weeks. And she's gonna be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to set up a whole fucking payroll system just to give you a payday. 
And then you're going to be, welcome the fuck back to earth. I just, you know what? I do better with the budget. Yo, oh, you do? Do ya? You like living in a little box? Oh, there goes my money. All she does right now, in the real world, when you go over your budget, it goes like this. The bank sends you an email and goes, you owe us an extra $35 because you fucking spent money you didn't have. Currently, it goes like this. This is what happens. When Randy overspends, she goes like this. That's her stomping her feet. And then she fucking, and then she does this thing where she goes, how dare you? And I'm like, what? She's like, why are you mad at me? And I'm like, well, I'm not mad at you. I'm a little frustrated because you're not communicating this thing that we've agreed that you would communicate about. And she goes, that is so rude. I don't like how you approached the thing that I did wrong, that I keep doing wrong, that I won't fucking stop doing wrong. I don't like the way you talk to me about the thing or bring it up to me. It made me feel like you're upset with me and I'm mad at you for being mad at me. That's what happens in my life. Does anybody else deal with the I'm mad at you for being mad at me thing? Does anybody? Now, here's the thing. Here's the rub, though. If you want the ultimate rub, because I'm just having fun with her because she's in my chat, and actually, she's being super graceful. She knows I'm poking fun at her. See, she says, but it's not wrong if you didn't give me a budget. The end. Holy shit. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep them on a swivel, right? Gotta have a little fun. I'm not, I am officially in my house. I am, she, I'm not allowed to be upset with Randy. Cause it, here's what I've learned about my wife. Me getting a, her, upset with her, or even if I'm calm, I'm like, Hey, you really hurt my feelings about this. Me letting her know that I have been harmed causes her so much duress and guilt about harming me that I'm an asshole for compelling the feeling of guilt about some shit she did. Bro, this is literally, she's like, you've hurt my feelings by being hurt by shit I did. I'm like, but when are we gonna address how I feel about what you did? Cause you really hurt me. And she's like, I don't know, but it hurt me that you're hurt and I don't like it. And I'm not talking to you. Kind of fucking madness is this are you fucking kidding me you wonder why i want to go full warlord i'm just like nah nah are you shitting me i'm trying to be this ultra fucking good dude because eh, i love my wife i'm like hey i'm gonna talk to you nice and calm I'm not gonna say any I'm not gonna say any fucking bullshit rhetoric I'm not gonna call you any names this is what's going on here's what you did Here's how it hurt my feelings. Can we address that? How dare you? What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And then it's, and then it's, and then, you know, the thing is, is I love the shit out of the woman. So I'm like, listen, honey, listen. The focus isn't that I made you feel bad about yourself by getting my feelings hurt. The focus is that you harmed somebody else and you should probably want to resolve that so that you don't turn into a full-blown fucking sociopath. Nah, like, do we understand? Like, this is how you slowly become somebody that's disconnected from reality is 
continuously subjugating other people because your feelings are more important is how it, it will break your brain. You can't do that. You've got to go, you know what? I hurt you, didn't I? Uh, yes, you did. Okay, I'm sorry if I hurt you. May I explain my intent and in how I didn't mean to? Yes, but it starts with, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Then you insert justification. Not fucking... Yeah, now she's using the word yell. By the way, I don't have to yell. I don't yell. This is it. If you think I'm yelling right now, this is the extent of what gets called yelling in my house now. I couldn't be any fuck. I'm like this close to being the whisper man. I'm like, hey, I'm really upset about something. It's very much hurt my feelings. You're worried yelling. What? Fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck? I couldn't. I can't speak softer, bitch. I can't speak softer. Oh. I, the thing is, I know all wives do this because I talk to, I have friends, but I literally, I, I couldn't be more fucking passive if I tried at this juncture in my life. I really couldn't. And I'm not saying that to defend myself. I'm saying it because it's true. I couldn't be more chill. I'm like, hey, okay. I understand you're very upset. <laughs> the other day, Randy goes, <laughs> Randy was super pissed at me the other day. And I was like, I was like, look, I said, <laughs> she said, <laughs> criticizing me equals yelling. Jesus fuck. The other day, this is a true account of something that happened. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have this conversation with you. You can leave my office. We will talk when you are in a better headspace, right? And she goes, no, I'm not leaving. I go, okay. If you're going to stay, then I think we should probably speak in a different way. And she was like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Or no, she didn't say that. She said something else. It wasn't fuck you, but she was like, no. Like she was just. Basically, whatever I said, she was like, I'm not doing that. So I was like, you should go. And she's like, I'm not leaving. And then I'm like, okay, well, if you stay, we should have a really civil and simple conversation. And she was like, I'm out of here. And I was like, this is getting weird and confusing. And she, she fucking stormed off. And then she was super nice to me later because I think she knew I was like completely, I wasn't even mad at her. I was just confused as fuck, okay? Just confused. I, I was just like, I don't even know what the social fucking thing is. I don't know how to handle this. And she was sweet to me later. She said, I'm sorry. She was very sweet. She's always, she's always good about that. I never have to worry about Randy not apologizing if she did something wrong. She's always like, you know what? This is what happens when you marry an artist. They're artists. This is what they do. They're flamboyant and they're beautiful and fun. See, she said, I was leaving, but then you told me to leave and that was a mistake. I love you. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, you've been there. It doesn't matter. It's just a thing. Yeah, you just go, ah, okay. But she's hot, so you're just like, ah, okay, all right. And I kind of, like, get a kick out of it. It's like, because I didn't, I didn't get a kick out of it in my 30s. Like, I didn't understand it, and I took it all to heart, like, really bad. And in my 40s, it's more like dealing with a puppy. I'm just like, ah, she's so cute. You know what I mean? So much like my wife. Hey, bro, we, we got the same wife. High five, dude. Oh, my God. Kobe says, you know what works? Take your phone out and record them so you can show them later how crazy they are. Bro, we did that. She took the phone out one time during an argument to record us. And, uh, and then she was like, she was so mortified because she watched it later and I didn't. That she didn't show it to me. She didn't want to show me. She was like mortified. She did exactly what you just said, Kobe. 
She filmed it, and then she was all, oh, my God. And she, like, would not show it to me. And she was like, dude. Yeah, it was really funny. And I was like, the whole conversation, I'm like, honey. And I'm, like, talking to her like this. And then, and it's funny because she goes, you're going to look so bad in this video. She's And to her credit, she was filming it in landscape. And she was like, you're going to look so bad in this video later when you watch this. You're going to be so embarrassed. And I was like, I don't think I am, but okay. And then we had this conversation. It was, like, six minutes long. And then we forgot about it, right? I just laughed. Fucking two days later, she's like, dude, I watched that video. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, oh, it was horrible. She, like, didn't want... She's like, I don't want to fucking play it. She's like, I don't even want to show it to you. I was like, really? That bad, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> it's great. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, this is the relationship talk section of The Dilly Show. We'll get to politics in a minute. Just got to have a little fun. Yeah, you got to have a little fun with them. Yeah, you got to give them shit. See, you guys, you guys are all, you're so cute. You're trying to be pragmatic. Get a debit card with a specific amount. You guys are insane. There is no specific amount. This is what you don't understand. Oh my God. My wife's now using my uh, teachable moments, which is me trying to offer the white flag of like, let's, it's the peace thing. It's trying to use it against me. Oh, I love you, honey. You never watched the other one I told you about. I just told you about it because I was trying to, to make you feel better about things. There was a video. I took a video. I didn't even show it to her because I was like, you know, I learned some things. And all I spoke about was my portion of it. But I never gave it to her because I knew I didn't want her to watch it. You're not bad with money. Hey, just to be clear, my wife's not bad with money. I don't think that, I think that's lost on people. My wife is not bad with money. My wife is fucking horrendous at communicating about what she's spending her money on. Those are two different things. She's actually very, very responsible with money and terrible communicating about what she's spending on. That's the conversation we're having. She would say yes to that too, by the way. That this is not about her being a bad spender. She's horrible at communicating it. In her mind, she's still driving the Porsche that I bought her. And she's like, I'm a... I'm a business lady that doesn't have to answer to anybody. And I'm like, wait a minute. And yes, bitch, there is car wash money in the account. I put your fucking 200 bucks in there like a half an hour ago when I started ranting on you. I already did it. I did this shit before you even realized it. Check the account. Ugh. Listen, buy my merch or my wife's going to make me go bankrupt. <laughs> Welcome to the Dilly Show. I, Dilly, you work so hard trying to save America. I'm like, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm just praying to God I can keep up. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I'm so passionate. I love 18-hour days. It's not because I'm trying to fucking stay my ahead of, <laughs> keep my head above water. <laughs> no, it's not a $200 car wash, you guys. I was, I was giving you shit. That's how much I put in there because I have no idea what will happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might want to buy something else nice for herself. I love spoiling my wife. I don't give a shit. I'm like, all right, here's 200 bucks. I don't know if I can afford it, but here you go. Fucking do what you want. Car wash is like 20 bucks. Yeah, car wash is like 20 bucks, but then she's going to need a coffee. And then she's going to get an appetite from scrubbing. So she'll get hungry. She needs another 25. 
right? So now we're into fucking, we're like 75 bucks. Then on the way, you know, after the car wash and after she saw, you got lunch, she saw a store that she'd been meaning to go into. Or what happens, here's actually really what goes. What happens is she works up an appetite washing the car, sits down at lunch and scrolls her fucking phone during lunch while she's eating. There is more money of my money spent shopping while she's fucking bored eating by herself than at any other point. I could hire Randy, a fucking friend, to eat with her every day for a thousand bucks a month and save myself money because she wouldn't fucking be bored buying shit. I'm not even joking. I could just be like, oh, you're going to meet who again? I'll be in bathroom having lunch again. I'm like, oh, how fortuitous. And it'd be like, she would keep her phone away and... I'd spend 50 on the fucking lunch, a thousand bucks on Beth, and I'd save money because she wouldn't be able to shop while she was bored eating her sandwiches. Because this is how she eats her sandwiches. She's like, and I see her. Uh, I, Me, I'm looking at cars and shit. I'm like, oh, looking at parts. I look at Randy's phone. She's like, it's my wish list. Randy's wish list stays a wish list for seven to 10 days, by the way. Do you guys know that? Seven to 10 days is the length of time. Of, normal humans, a wish list is like, someday. Randy's like, this is my wish list for next week. For shit I'm about to buy. <laughs> oh. Watch, I'm going to get the angry text messages now. Let's check. Watch, she'll say, you're, oh, she says I love you. Okay. Oh, that was 25 minutes ago. She might have a different opinion now. That's okay, though. What is this shit? Who's calling me? is calling me who's this who's calling me ah fuck of course it's renewal of my my property insurance now she says I'm being mean everybody just so we're clear I'm being accused of being mean. I'm not mean. Mean is like a meme like this. This is mean. Just so we can all differentiate between nice and mean, mean is what Brandy with a B did to Chris. Look at this photograph. That's mean. Every time I do it makes me laugh. <laughs> See, that's, that's mean. Like, me, I'm not doing anything mean. That is mean. Sometimes it's important we have a reminder of certain shit so that that way, like, I can't be accused of being mean at all. That's way meaner. That is, that is super mean. I didn't do anything even close to that. I just vented about some lack of communication on spending my moolah. That was semen, by the way, if you didn't know. Some people don't get the jokes and I, it's a little awkward. I want everybody to laugh. I don't want anybody to feel left out. All right, uh, what's happening in America? I'll tell you what's happening in America. Donald Trump is happening in America. You'll see what I mean in a second. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Stuart Varney. At this moment, Trump seems to be running away with it. Where do the diners stand? Where you are now? Well, I said this at the beginning of the primary. Just based on the diners that I was going to, there was really no appetite for another candidate but Trump. And I know there was a wave of folks that said, you know, Ron DeSantis was going to be the person. And although the people that I speak to in every state love DeSantis, even within his own state, they just felt like Trump was their guy. 
And it only accelerated that when the weaponization of the DOJ and all the different prosecutions started to happen. Plus, you had inflation uh, going up. Then you had crime going up. You had the border not being secure. And now on the national stage, they felt like that he negotiated things through peace, through strength. I just think it only electrified his folks and his base. I don't think anything has changed over the past six months of me talking with folks about if they felt like he was their guy. Um, I think it only made them double down on their support for Trump. Nothing has changed. The same thing in this diner today. Had Ron DeSantis at a diner the other day. They like him. He gave a nice speech to them, electrified the crowd, but they don't see him as their as the guy yet. Maybe in the next election. Right no. now, it seems like Trump still has a hold on that the Republican nice. Party. That it's was nice fourth. of you. That was really nice of you to say that. The answer is no, because I saw the people in that diner, and none of them are going to be alive for the next election. So they're not voting for DeSantis next election, okay? He is live at the Eggs Up Grill in Clayton, North Carolina, outside of Raleigh. Hey, Lawrence. Hey, Angela. So let, let's talk with the folks about who's their candidate and what they want to see. Uh, what do you think is the most important issue? Our children. Our children. And who do you think is the best candidate Trump. to solve that? Donald Trump? Sir, what's the most important issue for you? Border security, um, the economy, and it goes, the list goes on. And you were a former Democrat? Oh, yeah. And you're voting for who? <laughs> I think I'll vote for Biden, uh, Trump this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, former Biden guy, now you're voting for Trump. Yeah. Wow. Um, sir, what's the number one issue for you? Uh, economy, job creation. Job, it's all about the job. That's right. And who do you think is best fit for jobs? Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump. Okay. All right. Ma'am, I'm going to go to you. All right. Number one issue for you? The military. The military. Why? Well, I don't like things that happened since he's been that person has been in office. Uh-huh. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, that person. That person. That person. Okay. Yeah. And, and who is the person you want to see in office? Trump. You want Trump back? Yeah. Okay. But he's not that person. He is... That person starts with a B. With a B. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I was talking to you earlier, and you said the number one issue for you is the border. Why? The border? I'm from Eagle Pass, Texas. Wow. And um, they're just taking over. Mm-hmm. So that and international affairs, too, because we're military family, so former military. So that's Who's your candidate? Right now, I'm leaning a little bit towards Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. but anybody, it's going to be better than what we got now. Nikki Haley, but anybody but Biden. But Biden, okay. no. All right. No. All right, ma'am. Uh, what's the number one issue for you? Uh, the two-tiered justice system. You don't like the way the justice no. system is. It's, it's Who's your broken. candidate? DeSantis. DeSantis. But I love Trump and I love Nikki Haley. You love them all. I do. I oh, love but Trump. But your candidate is DeSantis. But right now it's DeSantis because I'm afraid they won't let Trump win. Yes, ma'am. All right, real quickly, this young lady, I talked to her earlier today, and you made these gifts for everyone on the couch. Yes. Now, what are they? They're, they're little Christmas trees that I make out of scraps. Wow. Yeah. I, I think I like these. Can you do me a favor and say, back to you, Steve, Ainsley, and Brian. Back to you, Steve, Ainsley, and Aww. Brian. I love you. We love you. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Oh, Lawrence, those <laughs> ladies, you. they have my mom's accent. We're from... Sorry, I fucking hate cutesy shit. I almost, I almost cut away, but then you guys would know how much of a monster I actually am. 
<laughs> Production Dilly was like, cut the old bitch fucking panning back. I, she's sweet, all right? She's sweet. I get it. I just hate cute shit. Like, this isn't that kind of a morning show. So I was like, ah. Uh. Like, I was fucking like, ah. Uh, this is, God, this is like, I just love you guys. I'm like, ah, uh, fuck. I was fucking recoiling so hard. Did you guys see my bitter beer face? I couldn't even help it. I was like, fucking. It was like someone just threw up in front of me. Like, if you threw up in front of me, I would have less fucking disgust on my face. I was like. Because fawning over mainstream media, just I'm just like, fuck. You have no idea about the world. You understand? Like, that's why I'm, it's not, it's not anything about her. She's sweet. But she's just fawning over people that'll say anything, literally anything, if you put enough coins in their pocket. So that's what I was like. So I just love you. God bless you, fucking grandma. Jesus Christ. Ah. How about the one fucking lady? The fucking lady. I love Trump. I just don't think they're going to let him in. So I'm a DeSantis girl. You're a fucking idiot. Jesus fucking Christ, you compromising old woman. Stop it. You love Trump? Vote Trump. You fucking know he's the better candidate. What the hell kind of rationalization was that? I almost fucking flew off the handle. I was like just biting my tongue. Because I'm like, dude, don't let them know you're a monster before Christmas. <laughs> like, fuck. I was like ready to throw something at my own monitor. I played the fucking video and I felt like, ah, wanted to huck something, dude. I love Donald Trump. I just don't think they're going to let him in. Let's vote for this fucking asshole. It's like, what? This fucking meatball son of a bitch. His fucking kids are in the car freezing. His fucking small children are in the car just fucking chattering with the fucking teeth. Windows all frosted to shit. Fucking mom doesn't even check on them. They got the fucking assistant going out there every 10 minutes to make sure they're still breathing. They look good. Their chests were going up and down. I think they're fine. I think they're fine. Are you sure? Yeah, I looked in. The windows are still a little foggy. I had to do one of these numbers on it. But I looked in and their chests were going up and down. I'm assuming they're okay. One of them also was moving, trying to get comfortable in the back seat of the fucking Suburban. And uh, I think they're alive. Okay, great. I'm going to continue my shitty speech. I'm just fucking saying, like, you're going to vote. Like, oh, I love Donald Trump, but instead I'm voting for the fucking carpetbagger that's got his fucking entire family living out of a Buick. Are you kidding me? Whole family living in a fucking Buick. They're just so cute because they wake up and don't know what time zone we're in. They know they wake up at all hours now. They're three, they're six, and they're fucking two. It's crazy. Is that what she always does? What are their fucking ages? Two, three, and six, or three, five, and fucking retard? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I just know that they fucking have these little kids. And it's like, look at this one. Isn't it cute? I'm a mom. It's so hard. It's the hardest job in the world. Like, fuck. Six, five, and three. There you go. Six, five, five. Six, five, Who are you voting for? I'm voting for DeSantis. Why? I love Trump. I just don't think they're going to let him be the president. <sighs> Fuck. I'm going to have to actually become a warlord. I can already fucking tell. I, I don't know. I don't think the public's getting it fast enough, you guys. I'm going to have to fucking... Randy, stop spending so much money. I'm going to need to buy a tank. I got to get something militarized. The Mercedes ain't cutting it for militarization. I might trade in my car for a G-Wagon. I really can't afford one, to be honest with you guys, but, like, they make G-Wagons with reinforced fucking uh, bulletproof steel. 
And it's a great vehicle. It's super durable. And it's not as much fun as my car. But, like, it would be a thought. I feel like the G-Wagon would be more appropriate for a warlord. You know what I mean? Like, all those Arab sheiks use them because they withstand, like, bomb blasts and shit. I might need to get a G-Wagon. I might. I got to get rid of my car. I might get a... Re I got to rethink what I'm doing here. You know? Fuck. Anyway. Fuck the Cybertruck. Don't you ever reference some piece of shit electric car in my presence again. Did you know the original uh, Cybertruck range was 600 miles? And now it's... The, the mission is it's 300 miles. It's the same as all their other vehicles since 2015. The Cybertruck was literally supposed to be 600 miles to the, to the charge. And now they're selling it with 300 miles, which is the same as the 2015 model I got rid of because the range was bullshit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not open for consideration. Can you all just appreciate the fact that I'm like a fucking car junkie? G-Wagon. G-Wagon, Arab sheiks, motherfuckers with more money than fucking anybody drive the G-Wagons because it's probably the most durable fucking, uh, fucking SUV on planet Earth, okay? All right, good. They're like, what about, what about a Tacoma? I'm in a mood, okay? I'm in a mood. I'm gonna try not to be in a mood, but I'm in a mood. Here, let's get me out of a mood. Here's John Kerry trying to tell you to watch out for weather or he'll fart on you. I can't believe this is a real human. This is insane. This guy is a former presidential candidate. He basically is like, hey, fucking climate change. And you don't want to believe me. I'm getting a lot more militant these days. I'll shit on you. I'll be transitioning out of coal. There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. That's how you can do something for health. And the reality is that we're not doing it. So, um, you know, the measure here is, is really uh, sounding the alarm bell. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And, and the oh. reality is that what the, um, the climate... I don't understand. Hold on. Basis, if we're going to talk about things that adults do that we can't understand, I don't understand an adult ripping ass in front of a whole room full of adults while trying to make some super serious point. I don't believe you, John Kerry. I think you just ripped ass in front of the whole fucking uh, dais, and I don't think you even care about anything you just said. I think you're just a big farter. That's what I think you are. Dude, just really? That's I'm trying to take you seriously about you're telling me the world's going to end because of climate, and then you're going to do that? More coal-fired power plants permitted this is anywhere a different angle, in by the, the world. Way. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And, and the reality is that... She heard it. She smelled um, it, too. She heard the climate it. crisis and the health crisis are one and the same. Yeah, that's a problem. But the biggest problem is... John Kerry farted. You don't believe me? All right, you be the judge. Listen. How You're right, Larry. He did. He 100% farted. I'm going to pass the. We should get this as law in Congress. If you can't control your bowels, your poopies, and your tooties, and your peepees, you can't represent anybody anymore. That's it. You're out. I'm done. I'm done with this shit. I'm done 
with geriatric old people trying to rule over the planet. That was brutal. Fucking guy just goes on a dais and rips ass. What a scumbag. You know who else is a scumbag? You guys want to see something hella awkward? I, I was going to leave the DeSantis family alone, but fuck them. So we'll just continue. This is from the Full Send bo- podcast. And uh, this is from the gentleman that asked or tried to give uh, Rob DeSantis some new shoes. And uh, DeSantis declined those shoes because he has lifts in his boots. And he couldn't take his shoes off. There's no audio on this clip. Who loaded an audio clip, a uh, video with no fucking audio? Huh? Where, where did that come from, huh? We were just uploading videos that don't fucking have audio now? Well, trust me, what he was saying is some shit that you're never going to know because there's no fucking audio. Just so, we, just so we know, one of my producers, she is not feeling well. <laughs> you did me dirty on that one, Lauren. Here's the good clip of a guy saying things that you can't hear. Oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I like to tease her. It's okay. That I actually don't know how that happened. That was weird. That one came from Devil Dog? Of course it did. All right, everybody. We, we know who the culprit is. It's the same guy that made this video. This isn't funny. All right, so last night in, uh, in Virginia, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. In Virginia last night, there was a, an explosion. Fucking crazy. Wild video. Here, I'll, I'll bring up the headline. Because this was a little nuck and futz, all right? I don't know what, what does this, but uh, here you go. Wild video shows Virginia house explosion where officers were trying to serve a search warrant. So they were there to try and serve a search warrant. And when they arrived, I don't know how or where the officers were. I don't know if this is like... If they were near the home, I'm not sure if they were able to get away before this happened. I don't know if anybody was harmed, uh, frankly, because I didn't read the whole story. I just saw the video and was like, holy shit. That's a crazy ass fucking clip. I mean, that is... That's insane, bro. All right, that's a fucking nutty clip. Do we have any context for this yet? That's Arlington, Virginia. Was that a meth lab or was it like a, was that a fucking a la snack bar rigged detonation? I thought meth lab at first. That, I mean, whole house gone. What was that? Was it a meth lab? Damn, dude. Because they said that the police were there to serve him, right? He was Chinese? Was it a Chinese meth lab? That was a bomb? Do we have context or are you guys just all talking out of your ass? Does anybody know what this real story is here? Do we have any, or is it just gonna be a bunch of fucking bullshit opinions? I'm wondering what the real story is. Does anybody know? Because right now it's just like, oh, it was this? It was definitely this. Like, okay, well, what? Do we have any official narrative on this yet? No. No, we don't have any official stories. We just have a bunch of people that are saying what they think it is. Yes. Oh. 
fuck. Okay, so the cops were, one person saying the cops were there because he was firing a flare gun. Is that true? You know what? The only person I know who's come up with definitive video evidence linking this event with anything is MAGA Devil Dog. Because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. There it is. There it is. Thank you, MAGA Devil Dog. I do not understand yeah. how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people yeah, on a see? daily basis. Boom. Now you guys know what happened. Because I do not. Got it? There you go. Solved it. You guys were useless, by the way. Only me and Devil Dog knew what the real truth was. It's fine. It's okay. I'm not saying you're always useless, but for a few minutes, you were completely useless. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. DeSantis was getting his ass kicked. Uh, Chris Nelson was taking a load to the face. Already touched on that. Oh, here we go. Here's some nice. Oh, we love a good. We love a good. Uh, we love a good graph, right? Love or a good uh, poll result. This is fun. Here's a fun one. This is a national Republican primary. Uh, Meatball is down to thirteen percent. Trump's up to sixty-six uh, percent. I don't even. This is they're they're pretending there's a race here. Team Meatball has never been accused of being very bright, and this is why they're fucking retarded. Absolutely retarded. That's uh that's according to the morning consult, who hates Trump, by the way. So we're all clear. The morning consult poll is done by a bunch of Trump hating assholes, and Meatball is getting bodied by uh fucking fifty three points. So then we jump over to the uh the uh what is this? I don't even know which one this is. This is another poll. I fucking know which one this is. This is the, uh, this is another poll, and he's, uh, he's up 61 to fucking 10. DeSantis is all the way down to 9. I mean, DeSantis, he's a terrible candidate. He's got no shot at the, uh, no shot whatsoever. And then, if you wanted to really send, uh, Democrats into a fucking fervor, I mean, they're losing their marbles over this shit, because now, their own polling is also showing him Beating Biden plus six. So just so we're clear, if he is up six in the Harris poll, it means in real life he's up more like 12 to 14. A lot of people don't understand. They oversample the shit out of Democrats to try and get the result they want. And the only way they can make this even look competitive right now is oversampling the shit out of Democrats so that Trump is only up six. He's up like 14. There is, I'm serious. They're all panicked about this shit. It's all panic all the time. Here, let's check another one. Oh, because two for meatball bad is not enough because they'll tell you that you, it's, it depends on the poll. Here's another one. This is from the National Decision Desk. Again, uh, organization that hates Trump, but uh, he's up 49 according to this one. I mean, there's not a poll that shows him up less than 40. Every fucking one is more than 40. And these assholes are still pissing away money pretending that they've got a shot. It's the most fucking meatball thing you could ever imagine. 
Also, if you follow this cunt and you call yourself a fan of this show, I will block you on Twitter. Just so we're clear. I'm just saying, you better hope I don't follow you if I see you liking and retweeting his shit. I'm not going to say anything else about this, okay? But if I see you sharing this retardation on social media, I will block you. Got it? Good talk. Oh, hey. Hello. What are you doing? Do you want to say hello to everybody? You're not supposed to be in here. I believe you were left alone. Come here. Were you left alone? Were you left alone to just mosey around the house and do whatever you want? Is that what happened? How'd you end up in here? He's not supposed to be in here right now. I don't know any, where anybody is anymore. I'm just on my own. That's what I learned. I'm just on my fucking own. Hi. You're so cute. You're supposed to be outside where I'm doing my show. So you can be loud and play. I gave you a whole acre to play on as a pupper. Why are you in my why are you in my office? Hmm? Why are you in my office? Okay, good talk, Red. You can stay in here and visit, but you have to be quiet, okay? Can you sit? You wanna sit? Like a good boy? Or do you wanna Okay, you're gonna sit. Okay, cool. Alright, Red's gonna do the show. <clears throat> Yeah, he's just, God, better than Casey DeSantis, she would have left him in the, uh, she would have left him in a car. Oh, dude, he fucking, he ripped ass over here. He came over here and farted. He has to poop. That dog has to poop. Why, but why aren't you watching him? Can you just put him in the backyard? Because he has to poop. What happened? Where? I don't understand. Put him in the backyard. You don't have to do anything other than put him in the Okay, thank you. No, not in the kennel backyard. He has to poop. Oh, okay. Yeah, Th- thank you. That was Sophia. That was Sophia. She's doing a mask, everybody. Just so we're all understanding, the reason that the dog interrupted the show and I am not on my own, my daughter couldn't take care of him at that exact second because she had a mask on. This is my life. And he tooted next to me. John carried me on his way out. It's like he knew. I think he knew. He was like, you're going to make me leave? He was like, here you go. John Kerry, boom. That's what he did. He was like, boom, John Kerry, out of here. Yeah, he just fucking, John carried me on the way out. See, he was mad at me. He knew. Do you guys see what's happening here? This is what I do. Every day. I'm starving. Thank God my wife loves me and she made me sandwiches for lunch today. I'm not even close done with the show though. I have to talk about I have to talk about all this stuff that's so important to America. I have to do a job. Like we were just talking about this feather-haired fuck right here, right? And I'm a man of my word. By the way, this douchebag followed me on social media and then this was the end of him following me because I had to block him after this. So just to, I I didn't lose my spot in the show. This still stands for all you motherfuckers. If I see you sharing retardation, you're going to join this fucking feather-haired cunt in the land of the banished. Got it? The land of the banished. I will not have this cluttering up my fucking timeline or my chat of any kind. I am I am absolutely committed to ending this retardation and people like this. I don't want them anywhere near me or my fucking audience. 
Okay? So if you're one of these dumb shits that still believe that crap, that I will not, we're not doing it. There ain't no fucking, no more. This is how I'm handling it from here on out. Okay? So if you follow this guy, you're not going to be allowed to follow me. Okay? Just so we're all clear. This will get you banned. And Hogman, you shut the fuck up. I already cut you. I gave you a pass today already once. You're about to lose your, your fucking moderatorship again. Nope. No more of this hassle. Got it? Good. People think I'm joking and I'm not. I will. I, I, I can't tolerate it. Being somebody that like constantly reaffirms stupid people and then spreads their shit. I don't even want you near me. You're fucking too dumb to follow me. Well, we're not allowed to believe different. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. That's not what I'm saying. You're just not going to spread that shit around my world. That's all. Oh, you're a dick, Dilly. Yeah, okay. Here, calm your fucking tits. Here's a great video of Donald J. Trump telling you some awesome stuff. Ready? And go. Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats are trying to pose as the defenders of democracy, but in fact, they're the ones destroying our democracy. Crooked Joe and his henchmen have tried to shut down free speech with a massive government censorship operation to silence their critics. They're putting Douglas McKay in jail for sharing a joking meme about Hillary Clinton seven years ago. Nobody ever heard of anything like that. They have four bogus criminal cases trying to put their leading political rival, me, in prison. Let's put him in prison. He's leading by a lot. There's no way we can beat him. Let's put him in prison. They're running police state operations to infiltrate the Catholic Church as if it were a communist country. They're persecuting Christians and pro-life activists. They're persecuting anybody they want to persecute. They've labeled ordinary Republicans and parents at school board meetings as potential domestic terrorists. They're resettling millions of migrants into our communities, destroying our country like it's never been destroyed before. They're calling our citizens criminals. They rigged the last election. They rigged the Democrat primary, and they're trying to get their rivals thrown off the ballot everywhere they can. And they're constantly trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court of the United States and threatening conservative judges with violence. In short, nothing about crooked Joe Biden and the anti-democratic party has anything to do with defending democracy. So if Crooked Joe wants to turn this election into a question of which candidate will defend our democracy and freedom, then I say, bring it on. Let's go, Joe. Bring it on, because you are a corrupt person. You're the most corrupt president in our history. And by the way, the most incompetent president in our history. Because Americans don't like tyrants, we don't like fascists, we don't like communists, and we don't like Crooked Joe Biden. You just have to look at the polls. With your vote on Election Day 2024, America will be a free nation once again. We will be free and we will be great. Thank you. Fucking boss, dude. He's such a boss. That was a boss-ass statement. There was so many things he just hit on in one clip. And I think it's like near and dear to my heart because he's literally coming to the aid and defense of a memer. I think that's why, like, that one hits different because I'm like, yo, that, that could be any one of us. Like, 
That could be any one of our team. It could be me for my free speech, my jokes, my fucking trolling. Now, when, that one is, uh, that's a good one. Douglas McKay, by the way, uh, he did win his appeal so far. Like, I think they, or not an appeal, but they basically ordered that he be released to his home pending the results of his appeal, which is brilliant. So, good for him. I, I appreciate him standing up for the meme community. That's a big deal. Because that could be any of us, dude. It could be any of us. All right, what do I got here? Love that guy. Oh, this is pretty good. I like this one because I love that he fucking, I love when he calls people perverts and losers. Like, it's one of my favorite Trump insults is when he drops a, a good old, eh, the perverts and the losers, right? Watch. The perverts and losers at the failed and once disbanded Lincoln Project and others are using AI in their fake television commercials in order to make me look as bad and pathetic as crooked Joe Biden. Not an easy thing to do. Fox News shouldn't run these ads, just as low-rating CNN and MSDNC will not, under any circumstances, run negative ads on Biden or the Democrats. They are, after all, in-kind campaign contributors to the Dems. Perverts and losers. That's what Donald Trump has to deal with. A bunch of perverts and losers trying to stop him from making America great again. Fuck. It's the most simplistic explanation ever. Judge says Trump does not have absolute immunity. This radical left ideology is a threat to the presidency. It means that crooked Joe Biden can be held personally liable for his open border policy and all of his other mistakes and decisions that are destroying our nation. True. Slippery slope and all that jazz. Couple other things here. Democrats are a different disinformation machine is hard at work trying to sell the American public that President Trump is a threat to democracy. No, the only threat to democracy is the incompetence and ineptitude of crooked Joe Biden. We are now a failing nation. True. All right, DJT, not no disrespect, sir. I got to get to some other stories. This is important to the public. Luxury new listings in Tampa rose 13.9% year over year in the third quarter, a larger increase than every metro but New York. According to Redfin. Lots of investments going in. A lot of people getting the fuck out of uh, liberal areas. Tampa is an exploding market. True story. Fun fact. Tampa Bay is the number one spot for postgraduate women to begin their careers. Number one. So for all of you young men or parents of young men looking for quality, smart ladies, you might consider telling your young men to relocate to Tampa Bay. True story. Yeah, Tampa Bay is where everybody, and it's a, it's a youth movement, which is a really good thing. Good, strong demographics. Strong demographics when you get some young people, young business people is a good thing. Yep, young business people is a good thing. And apparently there is all kinds of chicks for those of you who are single. So good luck, stay safe, enjoy yourself. And now a million opinions on the city of Tampa Bay. I'm not even gonna look at the chat. I don't even wanna read them. 
Because I already know. Everybody will use their one experience as the example for why it's this. It's great. It's shit. It's good. It's bad. It's liberal. It's fucking conservative. It's blah, 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 blah. See? Breaking pending home sales drop to a record low, even worse than during the financial crisis. Duh. Duh. Yeah, see, Phantom Shadow says there's a lot of whores here. I'm waiting for a negative there, Phantom. Pending home sales dropped to a record low, even worse than during the financial crisis. Uh, let me... Uh, offer an opposing view it's true no one wants to sell their real estate right now because you'd have to be a fucking idiot to get rid of a two percent mortgage in exchange for a ten percent mortgage this isn't rocket science okay america didn't just become ultra shrewd with spending they just looked and were like i can't afford to move and i'm not dumb enough to give up a i've been saying since the day joe biden took office that they were going to try and shake you out of the position that Donald Trump put you in in order to stop you. You understand? They're trying to shake you out of the position. You just hold tight, pay that mortgage, fuck them. They can't, 2% is an unbeatable position in real estate and they know it. Donald Trump fucking gave you an unbeatable position for the rest of your life, as long as you can hold on to it. And they know it. And they fucking hate him for it, by the way. Do you know how much money they're losing by you not being willing to accept? Like, do you know how hard it is to try and convince Americans who've got accustomed to two, three, four percent mortgages, trying to convince them to go back to 10? Fuck them. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. They're like, no, nope, nope. Nope, good luck. Good luck. They're even trying to normalize the shit. Like, oh, it's normal. And Americans are like, no, it's not. Suck a dick. I'm not litting up my fucking real estate. You're not getting it from me. I'm not moving. That's America right now. Nope. They're trying to just get you guys out of that position. They can't do shit about it. Now, this is an interesting thought. And by interesting, I mean fucking stupid. <clears throat> Don't worry. This is what's so funny about the world. The world is so fucking impatient. They can't spot trends. And it's funny as shit. To me, these things, it's like a giant fucking neon light. Let me explain. Converting 10% of U.S. strip malls into housing could create 700,000 new homes. Yeah, well, 700,000 homes with fucking 10 and 11% interest rates that no one will buy. Stupid. Let me explain something. By the time the market overreacts to a trend that has changed, the trend will have shifted again. Let me tell you what's coming on the horizon if Donald Trump is the president again. If Donald Trump is the president again, Americans are going to leave their house. Americans are going to be spend less time on the internet if Donald Trump is the president again. Americans are going to return to shopping malls and strip malls all over the country. Americans are gonna to return to entrepreneurship if Trump is elected. This is what I'm trying to tell you. They are always behind. They're, they are always behind on trends. 
the response from Americans right now, frankly, I think America is so fucking tired of being spending all their time online, but they know that they don't have a way to have their voices heard any other way. And since the country is completely chaotic, Americans are spending all their time online airing grievances in the hope that somebody listens. But once they actually get somebody back into office who represents their needs, the whole thing is going to collapse because no one's going to want to be on the internet. They're all going to want to be in real life. How can they not realize this? America is desperately trying to get back to community, desperately. And you can't do it if you spend every waking fucking moment airing grievances on the internet. That shit is, it's so COVID. Everyone's over it. All they want to do is get back to going out and seeing people and visiting with people, chitty chatting, making new friends, window shopping, having lunch with friends, making new friends, chatting at, at bars and restaurants. You'll see. Oh, and P.S., by the way, you will be infinitely more budget conscious when you stop buying shit uh, over the internet and instead enjoy going out and actually seeing the, the items in person. The internet and the one-click buy option is, is dangerous for America. They can't see, spot trends. I can spot them a million miles away. You watch. You watch the trends. Because honestly, buying online eventually is a hollow experience. Now, I'm not saying not to buy shit that you like that's only available online. Obviously, you go, oh, this is only available online. I'm going to buy it. Great. But people don't understand, like, when you get out and you, like, you get to go out, like, the experience of spending your hard-earned money on things you really like, doing it in person and touching it and talking to the person is a whole experience. There's a whole, there's everything around that. Like, it's real. Like, real talk, if... Right now, the Dilly Show merch is only available on my website, right? Because I don't own a store. But if I gave you an option to go into the Dilly store, you'd fucking be down there tomorrow, especially if you thought that there was a representative that knew me in the store. You'd go buy there. You'd go, I'm going to go buy the Dilly store because I want to go buy the clothes there. And I want to wait for shipping, and I want to go chit-chat with the Dilly employee. 100%. I don't even have to argue this shit with you guys. The only reason we do it one way is because usually it's the only way for small businesses like mine to, to succeed. You hate shopping in stores because the culture's fucked up. Like, you're judging it based on how it's been. You gotta judge it on how it used to be. Shopping in stores used to be a ton of fun. If you had extra money in your account and extra time because you weren't fucking struggling and the culture was healthy, you'd love it. You can't judge it on what it is currently. Anyone saying that they don't that, that they they prefer to stay home and be a hermit is lying. Look, I have people who are scared. It's unsafe to shop in stores. What the fuck are you talking about? Where do you live? Where where do you live, honey? That sounds awful. 
You need to move. If you feel that it's unsafe for you to go shop at a store where you live, you need to move. Your number one priority shouldn't be getting into a shopping mall. It should be getting into a different fucking place. That's sad. It's nice to do. My favorite thing is to talk to people at stores. I love a good store allows you to talk to not only the person selling items to pick their brain and find out more about the thing you're buying. I like talking to other customers because it means we already have something in common. It's like going into the fucking uh, like auto repair shop. You ever bullshit with the guys at the auto shop? I do it every time I go. I love shopping at stores that are specific to something I'm looking for because I already have a bunch of shit in common with these people. You guys are going to be weirded out. There's going to be a day when the only way you're going to get a hold of the dilly <laughs> is in person. There will be a day where you're like, oh, shit. And you'll have to come see me down at American Late Night. It'll be the only way you go. I can only get my dilly now in person because he doesn't want to fucking uh, be married to the Internet anymore. There will be a day. There'll be a day where there's it's a it'll be a destination you can go to and you'll be able to see me and you'll be able to get all this stuff. But it ain't going to be fucking easily deliverable. Hey, chalk one up for the boys. Still out here dominating. You fucking ladies, come on, step your game up. The boys are kicking your ass still. Boom. Boom. Chalk one up for the boys. Wait, whoops. Sorry, chalk two up for the boys. They took gold and silver. Sorry, ladies. Third place. Better luck next time. The only reason the women got third place is because there wasn't a third transgender. Just so we're clear, the only reason that the men didn't take first, second, and third is there were only two of them. Yep. There's only two of them. Otherwise, you guys would have got completely destroyed. See, the real solution here isn't to make men wear wigs and fucking take hormones to be less dudish the solution is just do male cycling and then let the women get off the podium and get back behind taking pictures right allow the women to get back to doing what they do best being photographers of men standing on a fucking victory stand it's simple <laughs> yeah it's not that complicated we almost got you all the way off the fucking podium. It's fine. No big deal, ladies. It's fine. Because let me tell you what happens after you win a fucking uh, a cycling uh, competition, ladies. You're going to want a sandwich. And you'll be ultra hungry. Everyone has a place, okay? Everyone has a place. And those two dudes up there, gold and silver, were probably absolutely starving. After all, they're bigger than you. They're stronger than you. They weigh more than you. They require more calories. It's actually kind of wrong that these two gents were winning first and second place while that third place woman was attempting to catch up while she was minutes behind instead of making a sandwich for them. See? <laughs> I'm just saying. Fuck, dude. <laughs> this is going to trigger so many people. I'm just joking, girls. Okay, I'm having fun. 
Everybody knows I'm a huge fan of women's sports because I absolutely love the camaraderie. I'm a big, giant fan of women's sports. It's definitely something I enjoy and totally watch. Also, look, I'm not being uh, in poor taste, but I am going to highlight something that needs to be said. <clears throat> I've said it on the show. I say it quite often because it's true. And I'm all about equipping people with knowledge. Because all of you, not all of you, some of you are going to leave this broadcast in the next few minutes and you're going to continue in your lives and you're going to do something you've done a million times before. Maybe every day for years. And that thing is dangerous and stupid, but you'll do it because you've not had to pay consequences for it. Looking at you, Hogman. Here's what I have to say to you. Just because the stupid fucking thing that you've been doing that's dangerous and you've been doing it for years hasn't fucking killed you yet doesn't mean it won't. And I'd like to present exhibit fucking B because I've already presented too many of these. Okay? Massachusetts dad, brand new father with little twins, accidentally stabbed himself to death while wearing a knife around his neck. They found him in the parking lot of a bar where he had attended a birthday party and he would bled out and died. They thought someone had murdered him because what kind of a human being wears a fucking knife around their neck and then somehow manages to stab themselves in the neck and die? I mean, like, is this where, like, he had the knife around his neck? He tried to dump, jump over a fucking uh, uh, a puddle or something. It flew up and stabbed him in the neck. I don't know. All I know is they initially, the initial ruling was, oh, it must be a homicide because the guy got stabbed in the neck. And then they did an investigation and found out that he apparently had been wearing this fucking neck around, uh, knife around his neck for years and he killed himself on accident. So I'm going to repeat something to you. Don't die dumb. Triple D, don't die dumb. This will help you make better decisions in life. Is what I'm doing dumb? Could it kill me? Yes? Okay, don't do it. Don't die dumb. Are we all following me? Do not die dumb. Otherwise, some asshole like Brendan Dilly will be make fucking discussing your death on his show and not as a tragedy, but instead as a teachable moment. This gentleman looks like a big softy. It's awful. I feel for his wife and children. And hopefully they all make better fucking decisions than he did in his final moments. Wore a fucking knife around your neck, bro. Jesus, fuck. I just can't. Like, what's next? You can use your pistol as a toothpick? Oh, I get it. Ah, shit. Didn't work out. I'm a tough guy. I got a knife around my neck. Like, dude, you're... You're not on a fucking desert island. You don't need to have a knife that close to your fucking, oh, I got to be able to get to it. Like, for what? The last picture we have of you is in a fucking sweater. It's just sad. And stupid shit happens like this all the time. Every day we're all, I'm inundated with stupid stories about good people dying dumb. And I'm like, stop. Just don't, just think a little bit. Just take a second. You know, do, do I need this here? Do I need to really do that? Do I feel that risky? By the way, my wife, I feel bad. She's upset now because uh, she she feels bad. I was just pulling your chain, Randy. Don't feel bad, honey. 
I just saw your text. Randy's like, I feel horrible now. Don't feel horrible. It's fine. I get it. I get it. I love you. It's cool. All right? It's fine. Don't feel horrible. She said, I feel so bad. I'm, I didn't realize. I, honey, I'm just, I'm giving you a little, it was a little fun. Yes, some of it's teachable. It's okay. All right? Everybody make Randy feel better. Because I was like, it's just, it's a teachable moment. I'm trying to get you to understand my perspective sometimes. Because I think it will make us, you know, it'll help. All right? <laughs> now they're telling me don't eat the bread. She's like, I feel bad. I'm like, don't feel bad. You're fine. Me telling her not to feel bad is a green light to spend more. Fuck, right? Baby. Give her money. Fuck you, dude. You you give her money, you son of a bitch. Are you kidding? Dude, there's no not there's no amount. There's not a there's no way. You're not filling that. Nah, she went to go take care of it. She went to pay up the boys. But I just want her to know I was pulling her chain. Leah, what are you doing? Leah, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Leah, you're doing it again. You're on one today, Leah. This is a, you're on a heater for you, honey. I never see this from you, Leah. What's going on, huh? <laughs> she, Randy's, Randy's gonna see that comment and be like, hmm? Uh, I imagine you writing your comments, by the way, Leah. I imagine you writing your comments while wearing your Christmas tree outfit. I like to imagine Leah. Oh, I would like to imagine my Leah always wearing her Christmas tree outfit. See, <laughs> I just imagine her wearing her Christmas tree outfit, and then she's got her feet up on like a little, like a little thing, and she's like, she's like kind of twiddling her feet, wearing a Christmas tree outfit, and she's all like spunky, and it's funny. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I like to imagine. Cause if if I got Randy the, the Christmas tree outfit that Leah owns, Randy literally would never take it off. I'd have to deal with it every day. Every day, Randy would be wearing the Christmas tree outfit, 100%. I'd walk in, she'd be vacuuming with it. And I'm not even joking. Like, this is actually me not joking. She would wear it as often as humanly possible. I'm pretty confident, too, if... If they ever get to hang out, I'm pretty sure Randy's going to get a Christmas tree outfit so they can go do Christmas stuff together. And then, dude, can you imagine two, like, beautiful, nice ladies wearing Christmas tree outfits? We could get a whole forest if we got Leah and Brandy and Lauren to wear their outfits. <laughs> Along with Randy. They'd, the four of them would be like, and then Harley. We could get Harley and they'd be like, tra-la-la, wearing their Christmas tree outfits. Yeah, that's what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> well played, Devil Dog. Well played. Well played, Devil Dog. Appreciate that one. That was probably your least homosexual comment you've made in months. It's good. All right, uh, let's see. I don't want to leave you on, on a bad... Uh, yeah, that's the loud, loud fart sound erupts during John Kerry's speech at Climate Panel. Large fart sound. No, it was just a fart. Let's see here. Oh, here's a good one. Okay, ladies. All right. Hey, let's have another controversial discussion. Because I haven't, I haven't created enough, like, stirred the pot, right? You guys want to stir the pot one more time? And, and you're going to, we're going to have to have a vote. 
And I want an honest vote. Men and women, I'm asking you to vote. And yes is number one, no is number two. Ready? Everybody ready? On this next story, remember the number one means yes, number two means no. Would you divorce your wife if she did this? Yes or no? And ladies, should the husband leave the wife? Yes or no? Ready? Go. My wife named our son after her first love and I had no idea. Oh, this is a good one. Let's see what happens here. Your wife named your son after some dude she was in love with before you and didn't tell you. That feels like divorce all day long. That feels like a number one. Yes, you leave her. I don't know how you can stay married to somebody after that. A two is stay with her. All of the people saying two, no, you don't divorce her, you're insane. That's that's 100% the end. That's, that's how you get a divorce. Yes, you leave. No, you stay. Numero uno. Yes, 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 you leave. I'm out. Do you know how I know this story was about a liberal without you telling me it was about a liberal? Do you know how weird people are? Yeah, everybody, we all agree, right? That's fucked up. That's just weird, like weird. The only way that's acceptable is if your ex's name was Brendan. <laughs> then it's like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's fucking weird, like weird. People stick to other people and then they don't let them go. It's so weird. I don't understand that mentality. Your 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 mom did that twice. What? Camtastic says all my exes named their kids after me. <laughs> I love you, Cam. What the hell? Why would anybody do this? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brandy with a B is saying something in the chat. My ex named his daughter after me. Okay, that's weird. I mean, what? Is that real? Oh man, I actually hit refresh and it 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 refreshed my chat. My husband's mom named his younger brother after some guy she was in love with. What the fuck? It's only a name, it's not the person. Ah, you did it. You're nasty, lady. Busted. Someone making excuses. About the best comparison I could have, when I was in the third grade, I met a girl in my school named Sophia who was pretty and nice. And I was like, someday I'd like to name my daughter Sophia. It wasn't naming her after the girl. I just liked the name. I thought it was a creative name. 
That's actually a real story about my daughter, but it wasn't named after her. And I was a third grader. Like <laughs> it was the first time I had heard that name. I was like, that's a really nice name. I was like uh, eight years old. I told my mom, I said, someday I want to have a Sophia. So I told my mom I was eight. And then I met, and then I met another girl who was just my friend in school and I was 11 and her name was Rose. And that's how my daughter got named Sophia Rose. Cause the two girls that I went to school with, they were super nice. When I was eight and 11, literally that's how I named my daughter. But dude, like someone you dated, that's fucking weird. Dude, I don't even want to be friends with women that are named the same as women I dated. Am I wrong about this? This isn't a therapy session. We're just having a cultural discussion. But real talk, I don't even, do you guys ever cringe? Like when I meet someone who's like the same last name or same first name as my ex-wife, I'm instantly, I can never accept them the way I should. Am I the only one? Like if you have the same name as my ex, especially if I, they're a horrible ex, I'm like, ah, I guess we can't be friends. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm like, maybe I'm irrational. I'm like, ah, too close to home. I'm out. I'm being judgmental. I, I, that's fine. I'm always judgmental. I'm not a little bit judgmental. I am ultra judgmental. Cry harder. You're going to have to say something else to dissuade me. You're being a little judgmental. Did you not see the beginning of the show, motherfucker? You clear? Did you just tune in? A little judgmental? Jesus Christ, what do you want me to say? I'm being judgmental. Meanwhile, this fucking dirty whore named her son after a dude she used to fuck and didn't tell the husband. And I'm judgmental, you fucking pansy. Jesus, dude. That's amazing. We're not talking about like names that you've like, look, if you are, if you are transparent about it, my opinion changes just so we're clear, just so we're clear. If you say I used to date a guy, his name was something good. Okay. It's a good name. If, if you find and you go, Oh, that's a good name. You used to date a guy named, Oh, that is a good name. I don't have a problem with it. If you're transparent about where the name came from. I don't have a problem. But if you're a nasty fucking whore that got the name off of some dude you were in love with and hid that shit until way after the fact and dude found out somehow, the fuck? I'm not judgmental. You're disgusting. Bro probably stumbled across it. I bet it was some awkward shit. Like they were out like in her hometown and she was like, this is my husband, Barry. And this is our son, Kevin. And then the person they were talking to was all, is Kevin this Kevin or the other? It was one of those. Do, guaranteed, it was like, oh, is that the father or is Kevin the father? And Barry was like, bitch, who's Kevin? And he was like, she was like, what? Oh, it's just the guy I dated in high school. Guaranteed. Is it? Is that Kevin's kid or is that Barry's kid? I'm confused. Bet you that's fucking what happened. Dude was like, I'm sorry, what? You dated somebody named Kevin in high school? 
Yeah, just for a couple years after. It was weird. Come on. The shit that you people let other people get away with is unbelievable. Draw some fucking lines. Have some self-respect, dude. You're judgmental. You're judgmental. You know what? So is Nikki Haley. She's judgmental. <laughs> I'm a Nikki Haley voter. The debate, we have seen massive momentum in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. We can feel it on the ground. We're sitting at airport diner. Wait. Even if you took Meatball out of this meme, that's fucking awkward. Did she... She's doing a hit piece for Fox News on her massive momentum from an empty diner with nobody that gives a shit except for one DeSantis we uh, fucking had to Photoshop in there. Is that real? Fucking Nimrata. Nimrata just sitting in front of America, lying her ass off. Meatball just happy as shit. But you see that? Massive momentum, huh, honey? the debate we have seen massive momentum in Iowa New I don't Hampshire, believe you Nimrata we can feel it on the ground we're sitting at airport diner right you can feel it on the ground you're sitting in an empty diner with nobody that cares right I got it look I always want to be careful because when you talk about any kind of women in an authoritative position in 2023 you got to be careful how you approach those women or the topic because they'll, they'll, they will accuse you of being a chauvinist. And it doesn't matter what you're saying, okay? So you have to be very careful. You got to think about it. You're like, I try to be mindful of how I say things, right? Like that clip, there's things that swirl into my head as a uh, show host that I shouldn't say, right? So you want to make sure you're like, okay, is this, one, is it emotion-based? Am I being logical? Am I telling the truth or just my truth, right? Because you don't want to get canceled. So when I tell you that Nikki Haley is a dumb bitch, I'm saying that with no emotion. She's not, I'm not saying that because she's a woman in an authoritative position. Because I can respect that. I'm saying it because I think she's a dumb bitch, okay? So I want everybody to understand. Like, that's not coming from any kind of chauvinistic opinion, it's because I think that she is a less than pleasant woman who's dumb as fuck. And I just put them together, okay? But it's not because I think that she's like, she's not, uh, it's not appropriate for her to be a female of authoritative, authoritative position. Like, I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's exclusively because I took two things I think about her. Unpleasant woman who's stupid. I could have called her a stupid bitch, which I think is way more aggressive. I'm just trying... She's a dumb bitch. And I don't know anybody that would fucking take that person seriously. All right? She's a bird brain. Chicken head. And she doesn't know how to do doggy style. That's awkward. But she'll ride your shit in the back of her Suburban in front of a fucking uh, Applebee's. Allegedly. 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 According to court documents in 2010, she will ride your dick in the parking lot of an Applebee's after you guys have jalapeno poppers and a couple of brewskis. She'll ride your dick in the car. Allegedly. According to court documents. Again, I'm not saying 
she's a dumb bitch because she'll ride your dick if you're a staffer in the parking lot of an Applebee's after some jalapeno poppers, okay? I'm saying that's just one of the potential benefits, allegedly, of working for her, okay? It's so hard to navigate cancel culture these days. Like, look at all the things I had to qualify and say so that you guys wouldn't make assumptions about my statements. It's not easy. Because they're going to tell me, they do the same thing they always go. They're like, oh, he's a chauvinist. He's disgusting. Look at the way he treats women. That's what they'll say. I'm like, what do you mean? Women of high regard get treated with high regard. Women of low regard get treated with low regard. No different than men. To be fair, John Cardillo's a dumb bitch. Same thing. Right? No? You know what, Trout? Dude, I, I love a good jalapeno popper too, bro. I don't even know why I said that because now I'm st I've am got a stupid hankering for jalapeno poppers. And I can't even eat them, dude, because jalapenos don't agree with my tummy. They don't like them. I could do other peppers, not jalapenos. My body does not like a jalapeno. Nope, rejects it. Even if I love the flavor, my body can't handle it. Nope, not even a little bit. Terrible. Tears up my stomach. I get the burny stomach feeling. Burns in my tummy. I could eat. I like the other one. What's the other? Uh, what's the other? Uh, not, not a jalapeno. Hold on. What's the other pepper I like? I like. Uh, Randy, what's the pepper I like? I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of the pepper now. I'm drawing a blank. Because I can't eat jalapenos. It's equally as hot. But for some reason, it doesn't hurt my tummy. Trout, you shouldn't call me a P-word because you're running out of you're running out of uh fucking lives, bro. Not Poblano. Those are okay. Serrano. Those are my favorite. Yeah, Serrano peppers are my favorite. Habaneros are okay, but Serranos are my favorite. I think they're the best. They're delicious. Mmm. Habaneros are good, but I like a good Serrano pepper. Yeah. But I can't eat jalapenos. Nope. Tear my tummy to pits. Wait. Leah, what do you mean you love Fresno? Hold the... All right. Did someone hack Leah's phone today? That's the third weird thing you've said today. Are, can we get a wellness check? Nobody loves Fresno. What are we doing right now? I need context right now. Is there like a pepper festival you're talking about? Fresno's a dump, dude. Did you just say that? I wouldn't even expect you to know where that was at. Are you shitting me? I'm so confused by the chat today. Can we, meme team, can we confirm, can we do a wellness check on our Leah memes? Something's going on. Oh, Fresno peppers. Wait, that's a thing? What's a Fresno pepper, Leah? Now, hold on. There's a, they named a pepper out of, after that shithole? Fresno's like one of the worst places in America. Hold on. They named a pepper after Fresno? Oh, she says she hates Fresno, but love Fresno peppers. <laughs> I'm so, dude, I don't, I, I'm like, dude, did the little guy, I feel like her son stole the phone from her and it's just confusing me all day today. Fresno peppers. I've never had a Fresno pepper. All I know is that Fresno, California is literally, it's like a step above Bakersfield. It's like, there's Bakersfield, which is like the butthole. And then Fresno is like the taint. It's like, like they're like close enough you know what I mean they are red and hot and yummy 
Oh my god. Leah and Randy's chat style is almost identical. Randy uses the same kind of arguments with me with stuff. She's like, they're this, and they're this, and they're yummy. Bakersfield was awful. Bakersfield is a dump. Let's check on Randy. I know she's texting me still. Is she okay? <laughs> nope, she's not texting me right now. Oh, uh, You never know, though. You just want to check. Got to check on the wife. All right, this has been a too long of a show. We've been hanging out too much. This is like, this would be considered a bad show by podcast um, standards, right? I forgot to play the, the, the apparel um, commercial for today. So no one's buying any clothes today because I forgot to play the commercial. I went way too long, right? I yelled at my audience and judged them for naming their kids after former lovers like whores, right? Like this is, we're checking all of the fail boxes on a show. I am like, chick. Check all of them. I mean, I've checked all of them. I did bad customer service on the show when someone was complaining about this not getting the right size, right? And I'm like, tough shit, <laughs> right? Because I don't handle customer service for a reason. I cringed at an old lady doing a heartwarming story. It's like, I just love you guys. And she made like these sweet little doodads for some fucking unworthy cunts in mainstream media, right? Like I couldn't even hide it. Like my face was all, it made me mad. <laughs> It's like, this is stupid. Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a rough show, okay? All right, I gotta go. I'm gonna eat lunch. I'm not gonna have jalapeno poppers because I don't actually have any and my body can't handle them. But I really want one with cream cheese. Mmm. <sighs> Played a meme with no sound. That happened. That was a video, actually. It was not a meme. To be fair, it was just a video. Honestly, nobody gave a shit. It was okay. Yeah, I had to talk about I, made, I got my wife upset at me now, right? It's been that bad of a show. It's just all over the place, right? That bad of the show. Just made my wife feel bad by giving her too much shit. Laying it on a little too thick. Now she's like upset. Not going to get bread. No, Nobody's going to buy me bread now or make me bread. Nope, or pie. Those are out. That's out. All right, I got to go. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, And I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. See you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. And we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. 
globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.